0: What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by our friends at Bubba Coo's Burritos, our go-to spot for building better burritos. Absolutely, guys. And don't forget to use promo code CHAMP15.
1: That gives you 15% off your entire order online only.
2: Real show, here we go. Real show, here we go. You know that it's
1: got to be that time. So this is what we chant. What keeps on getting them all amped in advance. You and I rocking out with Iron Man F.E. Point of view on top of Rogers
2: Ranch. whatever's tapping out, we put putting the most minutes in. You already know what that's about. You know that winners win. Crush whatever's on task. Check the podcast. It's the champ and the trip. Let the bomb blast.
3: Nico, we got our man Nico
0: Stareti, Tom's River native um played football for connecticut university of new hampshire university of new hampshire it was up that way mm-hmm. uh broke mad records at, at high school east um wrote four books i believe right yes sir um runs uh strength and conditioning and football um clinics and private training all that stuff so good to have him on the show i think uh Nico's just a a good soul. A good soul out there. Maybe a little different than most people that we know. And uh, it's good to get his perspective on things.
1: He very much has some uh, some Jesse uh, qualities to Jesse vibes. To you. Jesse and vibes. Everybody yeah. loves Jesse. Great guy. You guys yeah. are a yeah, great, guy. yeah. great guy. Yeah. Great guy. I was a very into great the spiritual uh, being. In the... Do you,
0: well, real quick. Do you bleach, or er, not bleach. <laughs> That's Roger. Do you sun your asshole? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> okay. not. Okay. I okay. Jesse's a little,
1: <laughs> he's a little deeper down the rabbit hole <laughs> than you are there. Sure. I haven't crossed that bridge
2: not Mm, yet not Not yet at least hasn't hasn't come my way Um, so
1: uh let's talk about your books man um you know first and foremost i think you brought some in for us actually if you want to show the camera um sure what led you down that road i mean you kind of started off life um looking like you might be a yeah you might have even you know tried your foot at uh, professional football and um i think you had some injuries along the way and how does how do you go from that to becoming an author
2: so, yeah, I mean, I think ultimately, well, first and foremost, thank you guys. Of you course. Know, uh, yeah. know, I've known you guys a while now, and we've had our own talks, and, you know, to have this time and opportunity to discuss exactly what it is that I like to do, and, you know, I think how it correlates to everyone's life, you know, especially if you have kids and you're into sports. So, um, but the authorship, you know, I uh, I think this was just something that was dormant, within myself as a kid you know i was always into art creativity you know all those things making highlight tapes you know um but sports just take so much time up especially when you're trying to be like one of the The guys yeah Yeah, you want to compete you want (laughs) to play against the best um and when my my college career kind of came to an end due to you know injuries and you know i think it's the the hourglass for all things you know for your for your physical body as an athlete you're on an hourglass you know like there's a time scale like it just is what it is you know um and being you know having 500 plus carries at the college level you know not including spring balls camps you know and then high school football you know all those years and being physical like the more violent you are in football The more you're applauded you know the more you're respected i'm sure you can understand that so um when that kind of gets shut off that outlet is dark you know and and that's kind of that's what happened you know i kind of went through a really dark path in terms of mental health and mental illness and uh fortunately it led to journaling and then between meditation journaling dreaming i was like oh i think i'm supposed to write a book you know and i went for it you know and i i I figure something out you know and i just kept going and at this point it's more about you know when you leave this earth you know there's like a tombstone you know we're so like primitive in our way of honoring the deceased you know and if i can give anything to the next generation to my family to my kids and and live it out while i'm here and seeing their expressions and down the road they can give it to their kids that that's kind of what i do it for yeah ultimately you know I so like that.
0: that would be the ultimate way to live on you know yeah have uh, i mean not not only accolades and accomplishments but especially there's something like that like yeah. you literally can pass yeah. that on and yeah. on and uh yeah dude, that's pretty cool uh, yeah
2: it's your words it's your yeah. ideas it's your dreams and they can sit down and it's always there. Right. You know. It's a
1: good way to put it because we've talked many times in here about mental health and so many people struggle with it and what the what the right way to get on get on a better path is. And and some people choose, you know, some people check out, some people choose <laughs> that. We've had guests on the show that have checked out and chose to leave this earth and I've always said, you know, Frankie and I have talked about it, then you leave other people to tell your story. And mm. you know, I, I dealt with some mental health Issues, you know, back during my dark days, few years back, and uh, you know, had some crazy thoughts, and then sure. uh, you come back to reality. Nobody can make sense of it when you're in the moment, but you come back to reality, and I don't want somebody else telling my story. Oh, something was wrong with him. Oh, he had, you know, he had a brain. he was something wrong with it. I don't, I don't want. To, I want to stay, and I don't want to tell my own story. I, w-
0: I would have did you justice. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you would have. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm sure you would have. So, yeah, um, uh, you know. I think I think writing could be a not not that you're looking to be famous or be, no. me in particular or or anybody um, or get notoriety out of it, but just write putting your thoughts to paper can be very therapeutic, you know.
2: In the ancient days, that was that was considered magic, right. you know, to be able to like create a vibration into form that holds eternal understanding that like that that surpasses space time, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what they. We're trying to keep their awareness focused on
1: you say you you said vibration Jesse talks about that a lot the vibration of the earth and being in sync with it and grounding yourself in mother earth is that something that you also uh believe in
2: yeah well that's uh that's a kinetic, that's a hermetic law one of the hermetic principles of Hermes is all things move mm-hmm. nothing <clears throat> nothing nothing is stuck nothing is stopped everything is
0: Hermes or hermacles hermicles right
2: her- Hermes, Mercurius, Oh. All right, I'm
0: wrong. I thought There's, Hermes.
1: I was about yeah. to give Frankie a lot of fucking credit right there. Yeah, I was yeah. like, damn. There's Heracles. Is it, is it Her- There's Heracles, Her- 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 Her-
0: Her- right. which is like Hercules. Uh, but, who, but uh, I thought. What Would you say the name once again? Say it again.
2: Hermes, Mercurius. Hermes
0: isn't Hermes. You fought him. Yeah, the, yeah. The devil.
2: No. Hermes is in no. No. in Hercules. That'd be Hades, Hades, right? Hades is yeah. Hades the devil.
0: Her- uh, no, I'm confusing stuff.
1: Hermes Franca.
0: Hermes. Yeah, you're right. I did. I thought did. Thought I did. That, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that
1: was a great win. That yeah. was a great win. He was on a streak back then. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember your your dad at his house on the way down into the basement. I think you guys your dad at a theater down there. If mm-hmm. I remember right, mm-hmm. but he had a lot of your old and there was one a big one of you yeah. and Hermes That's Franca. Phone unfortunately. Phone. unfortunately that house, was like uh that house burnt down, unfortunately, yeah. and a lot of that
2: stuff was lost. Was was that the fight? <clears throat> the, the knee
0: lock? Yeah. No, arm arm bar. Knee was lock Tyson. was Tyson. Tyson. But he called me an arm bar, that was pretty cra I had to
2: you know, I don't know how I got out of it. He
1: was on a streak, man. Hermes was on a streak back then.
2: Oh yeah, he was he was beating people up. Yep. Um so yeah, it kinda the vibration thing kinda just when I studied that in that principle in the book, right? There's
0: but um, run you back when you were saying, leave, like that—that's considered magic. But like, and leaving that—that yeah. that is a book. Like leaving something that can pass yeah. on. You mean
2: all things here <laughs> remain as like debris of your soul. You know, all things you do on Earth are like imprinted onto the Earth in these these grids and lines that are non-physical, but they're there. You step into them. You feel them in certain locations. You know, you don't know what the heck they are because. We're strapped to these senses, and, and the senses are kind of limited mm-hmm. in terms of frequency and pitching, kind of like a radio. Mm-hmm. You know, your eyes are on a certain frequency, your ears, your nose, everything. Right. But the soul is on the understanding plane, which is like the eternal path of truth, right. which, you know, we're all I, on. Is
0: that like well, do you, the fifth dimension, fourth dimension, you know, that shit? Or mm,
2: no? I don't really go, listen, I'm a human being. When I went to Nepal and I studied with a yogi, we did a, like the astrology and we went over like these houses and the stars and I, like I'm here, like I gotta focus on this. Like that, that's like a little too far out for me. Like trying to figure out dimensions, I, I see that more so as right, right.
0: No, not not dimensioning, right? yeah, 3D, right, three dimensional, four D. He says we're gonna be five dimensional.
1: Supposed to go to 5D eventually. What the fuck yeah.
0: is like four? I get four. What's four? Is like you know. All right, I get I get 3, I get right. 4 we added one. How, how the fuck we had another one. Right. But doesn't
1: he also say like we have the five senses now and we're supposed to when we get to that fifth dimension? What are the fi-
0: what are our five senses?
1: Uh, taste, smell, touch, hearing uh, and
0: sight, and insight, right? Yeah. Five. Yeah. And
2: what's so what's feeling? Sense? Feelings nothing. The
1: it's the a sense?
0: good movie with Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a really good movie. <laughs> no, feeling, I guess feeling is in a sense I guess that would be like... I
2: guess humans don't care about feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> 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 Frankie doesn't. Try doing a podcast with him.
0: Yeah. I mean, what do you... Why, you I, why? Do I hurt your feelings? You do. You, you sensitive do.
1: bitch. I go home. <laughs> <on>, I've <laughs> gone home many times and cried.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: I bet
1: you did. <laughs> Nico, the bowl. I noticed you had that outside. Yes. What What does that represent? What does that do?
2: Well, we're, sp- we're speaking on vibration. <laughs> this right here actually emits a vibration. You know, right. as all things do, but you kinda can't see it mm-hmm. always, you know. But this this is a Tibetan singing bowl, it's handmade. Um, it's seven different metals and I hand selected it myself in Kathmandu, Nepal, when I was away studying. How oh, yeah. long
0: how long you go out there for?
2: I was in Nepal for fifteen days. I was studying with a Vedic yogi for thirteen days in his home and then two nights I was in Kathmandu just as a tourist. Mm. And that's kind of where I learned more to be honest. Solo. Went there solo? I went with a friend. Well, wow. Yeah. She was a medium. You know? Okay.
0: You, not, not, that doesn't mean like a small or large or medium. You know what a medium is?
1: That's <laughs> yes, you idiot.
0: Clairvoyant? <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah
0: I, no. I, that's well, the, sort what of, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's like, clairvoyant. Oh, well. it's still a strange subject. Maybe, maybe, I guess it's kind yeah. of same thing. Clairvoyant, well. the clairvoyant is like they just kind of know shit. Medium is like you're talking to dead people. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah,
2: that's, yeah, that's what she was, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? I wouldn't want that job. That would suck. No. Like cool dead people, sure. <laughs> like someone looking for like some help and stuff because they did something bad. Like, remember how high? Remember how high? Oh, that's how high? great.
0: When they, and they smoked the dead guy and then they could see him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'd be
2: I, I, I'm okay with <laughs> that Because they had they the test. They, they made smoked, a plant they with smoked them. like Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they made a plant with them
1: <laughs> Like, people people being clairvoyant or mediums, um, I, I, I can accept that theory or that principle. But when you start charging money for it, that's when I get a little suspect. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get a little suspect when you say, give me $50 and I'll tell you about your future. Dude, I have. some. <laughs>
3: they
2: say it's a whole energy exchange thing. You yeah? Know? Yeah, I guess the dollar represents a form of energy in terms of a currency. Their career, they're trying to develop it. I don't know. Maybe.
0: I mean, I don't know much about Sounds it. Sounds like a good hustle to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
2: I, I'm trying to figure out how to be a medium. Um... What but,
0: was the what was the Jamaican lady
1: m-
2: that was on TV?
0: Whoopi um, Goldberg. No, in, in no,
1: no. She the the remember you? Like Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. You used to be able to call the one eight hundred. She line. wasn't a
0: medium. She just knew like how to. She was just a psychic, not uh, a medium. All right. A psychic. A medium talks to dead people. A psychic just knows. I feel like if you, I think gave Miss Cleo the, the right amount of money.
2: Else. I don't know. I think it's like, <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's they 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 kind of both interchange but like what like, a like what's a psychic someone who can see the future and past I, well,
0: I mean, give us I guess give us the exact
2: definition of, of a psychic. psychic
1: and the exact definition of a medium and the exact definition of a clairvoyant
0: well, all right, bro. Let's, there's let's, three in a row baby come on let's cheese. calm down <laughs> I'll, I'll,
1: calm down Frank. i'll, help him, I'll help
0: him out i'll help him out all right jesus
2: oh, what was that? that oh that was you <laughs> oh. Oh. That mm-hmm. fucked it up? Yeah, I think that's why. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. We're back. Alright, I'll stay away. The psychic means other relating to the human soul or mind. There's something mental as opposed to physical. And a medium is about halfway between extremes.
0: No well that's like medium for, for, <laughs> like for <laughs> Yeah, that's the
1: mathematical
0: definition yeah. of medium. The mean average of the sum amount is medium. Medium could also mean a person through whom the spirits of the dead are alleged to be able to contact the
1: living. Okay, so medium talks to the dead. Clairvoyant does what? Man, she's getting a lot of
2: time on this thing.
0: A person who claims to have a supernatural ability to perceive events in the future or beyond normal sensory contact. Clairvoyant is a psychic. Yeah, same thing. But psychic uh-huh. does no, he gave like psychic he gave some other definite definition, I felt like. Right? Yours is like probably like a wasn't had didn't have to do with supernatural shit. No. Yeah. And that was like different. Like psychic is like psychosis and shit.
2: Yeah. No, I don't know about that. Interdimensional understanding, maybe that's a psychic. Right.
0: But then that's dimensions, right? Like you know?
2: Well, I see it as like they
0: say they say I mean, they, who the fuck they are, but people say that there are dimensions, there could be dimensions, like, up to, like, certain amount, like, 20 fucking dimensions or something. Like, 11, 11 are, is, is agreed upon, then some people say it could be, like, another more or something like that.
2: Mental planes. There's, like, like planes, like...
1: Our Physical body doesn't go to those planes. Oh, right. It's just
2: your
0: but, like think about okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry Asking questions, okay, cuz think about it like this maybe like get uh, dimensions This you ever see like they put like those time-lapse cameras on something And you don't realize something's happening, but it happens within a year You yeah. know, is that a different dimension? They're in a different time length than we are. You know what I'm saying that's kind of a different dimension.
1: How is it? It doesn't necessarily mean it's a different timeline, just because we can't witness it happening, right? Because it's so slow, it's yeah. still happening in yeah, our, and like, our but, timeline. But like
0: maybe like there, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of creative. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's interesting. I think that's like more space time,
0: like space time, space time,
2: and like time itself, eternal time. Like space time is limited to spaces unraveling of which is the physical universe and the non-physical, which is what, 90% of the universe is non-matter, you know? So, of which we still don't understand. And it's energy. There's life in it. So the way I see it is all the form is the conscious mind and all the non-form is the subconscious mind of the universe because it's all mental, you know? And then within those planes are different... You know, frequencies, you know, there's plant life, mm-hmm. you know, the fungi is in its own kingdom.
1: That that fungi and mushrooms and that whole world underground is so intriguing, man. Mycelium. It, it's so intriguing. Like, I think there's so much there. That's still undiscovered. You know what I mean? I how they that. grow and how they—it's like a nerve. It's like the Earth's it's internet nervous system. Internet. It is. It is Earth's yeah. internet. It is. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, guys, how I'm a fungi, and most people have <laughs> no idea that even exists. You know, it's 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 a wild world underground. But I mean, it's—I I guess it's in every every it's, ecosystem everywhere. It's right. The
2: res, it's what's responsible for our, our existence. Right. Without the the fungi, no no planet would be able to survive the way ours I think, does. too,
0: like when, uh, I think I, I remember seeing something about, like, I think when, maybe when, oh, like when, um, there was like that volcano that erupted in Earth and kind of had like the whole, uh, what do you call it? nuclear winter and nothing grew. Fucking, that's when, and the dinosaurs all died and everything. Mm-hmm. They, they say that's when mushrooms took over. Right. They took over and probably, you know, and then eventually. But the one place. And they probably cleaned some shit up.
1: I would guess that, they can't exist, right, would be the North and South Pole. Like, they can't exist in severe
2: cold climates, right? Well, if you look at the uh, stoned ape theory, you guys heard of that, right? Have no, I Have no, No. Roger hasn't.
0: I have. I got
2: stoned in here one time, and I was a stoned ape, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, the stoned ape theory essentially is in that time I've frame. i
0: about this a little bit, I think. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Well, let me, let me see it. What that time
2: have? frame when there was those primates, those, you know, human-like oh, primates. Oh, yes, yes as they roamed around Africa and stuff, like there was like piles of crap, you know? And in those piles of crap, there was mushrooms, which were psilocybin-friendly. Right. And they were just like, oh, just eating, yeah. it like, because my dog man, eats that's crap. That's how we
1: evolved into but men, said, or not, as well, into no, the no, human no, species. Well, no,
0: yeah. kind of. It really is our brains developed. Right. I don't know. Brains you developed so quickly this. in a million
2: they, they, years. Yeah. yeah Why like so did we quickly. develop
1: so much quicker than every other animal species on Earth? Right, right. Well, they
0: think it's either because we cooked the meat. Yeah, that's one. It's one theory, and we got more nutrition when you cooked the meat. You still had to get to fire, though. There's a level of intellect to get you there, correct? But uh, <clears> I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Right. But that's why it could be the, the fire, us cooking the meat, or it could be this, you know, mushrooms. They say, you know, you're frigging, it's firing uh, neurons and mm-hmm. makes you, you know, your the brain develop that much more. But why doesn't it still continue to do that? That's what I'm wondering.
1: Well, why, why would you say it's not? I mean, yeah, true. That true. We're, we're continuing to evolve, wouldn't you would agree? I don't know. In today's day and age, we might be digressing, actually, but
0: yeah. I mean, if 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 listen, if you pass your jeans on, <laughs> all right, they're gonna be hairless, fucking wrinkleless people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know about hairless. Maybe with some Botox, they might be wrinkleless. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like you're shaved, yeah, I, know it, you're shaved, I know you met. You're I knew shaved it. I knew it was fucking a fucking Botox. It was a Botox reference for that's sure. I'm just saying, there's nothing wrong with a little botch. No, you look good, buddy. Thank you, pal. So, um, speaking of that, I definitely don't want to get political, but we live in a a, a time and an age where, you know, there's a definite difference between uh, being religious and being spiritual, and Mm -hmm. I consider you very much to be a spiritual person. I think that a lot of people are becoming much more spiritual in today's day and age um, as a way to explain a lot of what's going on in the world, you know what I mean? And um, not so much religious. I think actually people are kind of tending to drift away from the church. Um, at least that would be my perspective mm-hmm. on it. But, uh, would you agree with that? That people in today's day and age really, cause
0: we're, we're almost in a time of good versus evil, you know? But they have a religion, these people.
2: I see spirituality so as like,
0: like these people that aren't religious, they have a religion that they follow and it's like, could be it's their devotion, wokeness or oh, this I see or that, you know right, what I right, mean? Right. They, they find a, some yeah. fucking thing to yeah to Not, consume no. them.
2: Right. I see what you're saying. I think spirituality. Followers, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, you're right. People create their own religions, right? Yeah, I see it like.
0: That's what I say that. Like a lot of people think, you know, think like, religion's better than what these people create in 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 place of religion. I think mm-hmm. we need, like, we kind of need. You know, we all need a purpose, right? Of course. And religion kind of gives people purpose. Of course. People don't have that. They kind of find, try to look for it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Some people find it in in like ideologies or in agendas or you right. know or, or, or narratives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or nothing. Or nothing. And
2: that's yeah. perfectly fine too. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that's what spirituality is about. Like, if I don't study all the religions, then I can't really like speak on them. That's, that's kind of isn't, how I,
0: isn't like Buddhism like literally nothingness. Like you can get to nothingness. Is it Buddhism or one of them? What's the other? I one, just think one
2: human beings like to compartmentalize anything you know mm-hmm. i don't think siddhartha or guatamana the man walking around the himalayas was like i'm cre- the creator of buddhism everyone bow you know like i just think in time everything's been misconstrued for sure and i think but
0: so you know about buddhism
2: yeah i study buddhism okay, so i then have then a, give I me have a, give a me a look
0: because i because i like hinduism is hinduism different than as buddhism as well yes okay. Explain, give me give me how they're different because i have no idea
2: so hinduism has like hundreds of deities mm-hmm. that represent
0: you know what is a is
2: like a god i was
0: gonna say a god i don't want a god, yeah. want this a god to
2: of me. an expression of god they god. have vishnu a deity i guess you they have say. uh shiva they have kali they have Hanuman.
0: Aren't some of them like elephant faces and shit,
2: right? Ganesh. Ganesh. What shit? is a demi-god? Who's god? the
0: head? Who's the head? The demi is like a couple gods, the, right?
2: The, the the like the god of the gods. Yeah, Shiva. In, in, in Shiva. In, Shiva, in, uh, Shiva. In Hinduism. Shiva.
0: Now, in Buddhism, there is no god, right?
2: So- Or is there? But but again, the Hinduism in, the, in there, because that's the number one most studied religion in the world. Right Hinduism? Now. Hinduism. And the longest surviving. But
0: it's not that it has the most- um, Muslim religion uh, I would think would be the biggest no No, they have a lot Christianity I believe is the highest religion yeah really pretty sure I'm pretty sure I I think (coughs) we might have to stat check that I I think Hinduism maybe you might be be right because you're going Hindu he's going Christian I'm going Muslim Hinduism what because India has so many people what do you look at highest yeah you know percentage of religions in the world right what is the percentages of all the religions in the world there you go yeah
2: yeah hindu is what awoken is what gave me an awakening i studied a hinduism book and then
0: but like uh, you know you
2: know i just the technique it taught me to meditate
0: so one god is over all gods there for them
2: again i think from the western mind that's kind of how we perceive it but in their world these are creative expressions of the ultimate god of shiva the the yeah like they have
0: even one above him
2: Oh, it's 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 so difficult to explain. Like, Shiva is the creator, the sustainer, and the destroyer. When he had a dreadlock cut off, his head hit the ground. Cannabis plants, grew.
0: Wow, he sounds pretty cool. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and then he's also <laughs> Nat- Nataraj. Nataraj is if you ever seen the Hindu god dancing with like a yeah, bunch yeah, of arms. arms? Yeah, that yeah. Shiva dancing. That's the cosmic so, dance. Wait, so he's the same person. But that it's not a person. It's same. De- yeah. Same entity. Exactly. Same being. Exactly. Like when okay. you see your kid dance and, and, and scream joy, that's the cosmic express, expression of Shiva. It's not like in a, a person that you worship. It's a it's the cosmic expressive energy of the co- cosmos that they put in these little windows of of ornaments to kind of praise and honor, but they're reflections of ourselves. They're actually us. And that's how like the Egyptians were as well you know we well,
1: were, we're as, raw, as christians
2: and this and that all right? these symbols yeah. represented organs on the human body as christians you know?
1: we were created in the image of god as well though right humans like
2: christianity i believe was when you know yeshua jesus kind of you know he did he he took a little detour in life from 12 to 29 and those 17 years are kind of what i study you know and i believe he traveled the globe
0: yeah there's but there are uh yeah. theories he was an Indi- an indian sh- in indian yeah you know, i mean like really i said was. if you're a
2: spiritual cat uh. like you're going to want to study religions and cultures as a human you got to think his first three years of life he was outside of pyramids you mm-hmm. know his parents had to put him in egypt because in his hometown they were just killing babies because mm-hmm. of this prophet coming his parents were now if you were to look at the india perspective they were christ they were Korea like they practice certain forms of meditation and energy work in their consciousness of which comes from india comes from egypt it just changes all over the globe mm-hmm. it's like a like the, the uh, telephone game mm-hmm. you know and you know jesus was just a cat who wanted to study all this stuff he was in love with god you know and and from i think 12 to 29 17 years when he dipped from everyone that's when he went to india nepal um every place and practiced everything and everywhere he went people tried killing him everywhere because that's the that's the law down here in this dimension when your light becomes so bright the darkness follows you know it's just what it's just what it is i don't know why you know why do you see a lot a fly go after a light you know it's just it just is what it is you know um but this is in in inscriptions in egypt these understandings of the universe for us as humans to understand but it's kind of like like lost more so than hidden because it's in plain sight you know you can go there and touch it and see it and, and study it
1: that's interesting i never heard that so that there did, was 17 years there's a gap now you
2: never yeah. knew that i never knew yeah. that and then yeah. he started his ministry in his hometown wow and jerusalem he, I, knew, I knew i didn't know i didn't know it was yeah. quite Nazareth,
0: 17 yeah. I knew, but i, I did yeah. hear about their rumor you know I hadn't heard that. In books, I think, right? Yeah. Some books say he was... And the
2: Indian yogis consider him like a Christ-conscious-born soul, meaning his soul from many lifetimes through devotion and work, um, inner but work. Is
0: it, in Hindu believes in reincarnation and all that stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah,
2: from right. the Hindu perspective, the way they saw him was as a Christ-born soul, meaning... So there's this cosmic mind that created the universe and when things take into form into the universe, they call that Christ consciousness in the, in other religions. However, some souls have already attained that understanding prior to coming here. They kind of just take like a volunteer job, kind of like, let me go down to this dimension and just sprinkle a little light to like elevate that dimension. It's just beyond our understanding. It's laws that we can't aren't we we're not responsible to understand. <laughs> you know, figure out what you gotta do right now today, you know? But that's how I see Jesus was one of those souls that was on a higher plane of existence that, that don't volunteered his time on earth, knowing his body was nothing mm-hmm. compared to the eternal light of which is weaved within all matter and non matter. Kinda like a projection light at a movie theater. Putting a movie on the screen. And then that light, that's the Christ consciousness. Gotcha. But the cosmic consciousness is is what embodies all things, is what is the Om? is the, the Shiva, the Hindu, the, the Osiris, the, the Jesus. There's no person of the cosmic mind. It's an eternal mind of which we're all kind of dancing through for existence. Where are you gonna go? Right. <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> where are you go?
1: We are, I mean, our lives here are literally uh, just a blip. You know what I mean? We're we're here for such a short time. But what what happens? I mean, this this our planet is made up of, you know, water and soil, and we're rapidly ruining it. What happens to humans and you know in the future? Do does this planet continue Bro, to exist? Listen,
0: listen I, I I believe uh, this almost like the planet was here long before we were, and will probably be here long after we're gone.
2: I kind of side with that. I think. I think we over-exaggerate a lot about the Earth. I think the Earth is great. I think it's fine. I think if the humans stop doing pollution and, and stop littering and... But we're, stop not, we're not going to. Leaving that's their my, car running. That's
1: kind of my point. We're not going to. The accumulation... So what what happens? we outlive earth
2: the universe earth bal- outlive us the universal balance us. earth
0: doesn't outlive yeah. us it might get rid of us in a process you know what i mean
2: yeah but it well, will exactly. outlive
0: us by getting rid of us you know what i mean the
1: earth or forces outside the earth like what earth happened to the mother dinosaurs? nature yeah right. like yeah yeah or, like yeah, a, yeah, a, or yeah, a cosmic event right like a,
2: you know even exactly what at solar flare something like that yeah, yeah. even like you now, what happened in russia and ukraine like this is human humanity still. You oh, know. I don't think we got to worry about Canada fucking with us. No, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. So,
0: wait, wait, real quick, did you get that the religions? So
2: it Says Christianity is the biggest, two point mm. 2. two billion followers, thirty one percent of the world's population. Mm. Then it's Islam. They don't have the percentage, but that's uh. about one and a half billion. Uh, Hinduism is about one billion. Uh. Buddhism's like half a
1: billion. So we got the top three. Yeah. Atheism. <laughs> Probably a billion too. Taoism,
0: Sikhism, Judaism. Judaism is what? How much percent? How many? How many Jews are in the world? Small. Thirteen million million Jews in the world. How crazy is that? That, that That's true. Yes. Oh yeah, they're few. It's crazy, man. Really? Really? Yes. They all live in Lakewood. (laughs) I was gonna say ten (laughs) ten million of them live in Lakewood. That's crazy. And counting.
1: Thirteen million?
2: <laughs> there should be a time like a, a body that's count ticker m- out. That's mind
1: blowing to me. I never would have thought yeah. that. So in Israel, what I mean, that's gotta be there's the like
0: ten million in Israel. Yeah,
1: so there's only so, three million outside of Israel. Yeah,
0: about that. Wow.
1: Not to me. Never I would have never thought that.
0: That's, that's why crazy. they're tr- that's why they're they're um multiplying or um <laughs> Reproducing, yeah thank you reproducing so much <laughs> multiplying work
2: yeah, I know, we, you we know. got what you meant no you're right bro it's yeah. crazy and <laughs> it's crazy you know? i walked into a bagel shop once when i was working with my old man and i was like you know that was when i first started becoming this character yahweh the cosmo you know i don't know if you guys remember seeing me back in those days with my dreadlocks and i, I had like a bamboo stick and shit <laughs> you know and i walked <laughs> into this spot in the morning i think my old man knew like this is going to be comical you know I walk into this place. I got cut jean shorts. Like, I'm scrapping metal, you know. It's like 8 in the morning. I open this place. There's a wrapped around line, like, you know, packed right downtown. (coughs) All their heads turn and look at me, and I'm just like. I looked left and my right. I start laughing. I just turned my head and I walked out. I couldn't stand there. I couldn't do it. I had to walk out. <laughs> really? got
0: good go bagels, though. Oh, yeah. yeah I couldn't best. do it.
2: I couldn't do it. Lots and bagels, baby. I, it felt like it was a movie, like a dream. or really? something. I don't know how to explain it. You, Everyone don't, str- was you don't strike
1: at me. me as the type to be intimidated. I would think that wouldn't bother you at all.
2: At that time where I was... I don't know, man. I had like a pink and purple bandana. I had cut jean shorts. I was all scrapped, oiled out. I know, but you
1: got to that place because it seems to me. I mean, it was just now, just outside cool. perspective
2: that you don't give
1: a fuck. You didn't care no. what people. You're going to be yourself, right?
2: No. Yeah, so. I just, I was like blown away by like, I've never been to a place like that, I mm. guess. You know, I've never seen that ever yeah. in my life. It's yeah. the first time I've ever seen that in my life.
0: <laughs> what? uh And now you also work with kids, right? yeah in what capacity i mean i know you do because you work with my son but yeah share, um, sh- share what you do
2: so between you know sports performance training and life performance so it's like a a blend of ultimately just creating a, a safe space for kids to play sports
1: well, i think it's important to mention that you were a standout athlete in high school and yeah. I, I don't know much about your college career. I know I know that you had some injuries in college, but you went yeah. to the University of New Hampshire. But very much so in high school. I mean, you were you were a prospect.
2: Right? Yeah, in I football. had a, I had I had some. You know, I did well in high yeah. school, but high school was easy. You know, it was fun. I didn't really know football yet until college. College was like, this is this is grown man business now. Right, like, you got to be on your P's and Q's. You got to be prepared. It was your
1: ultimate goal to end up playing professional football. NFL,
2: that was it. I was doing anything possible. That's kind of where the mental health came in because when you start getting injured, you know, between taking ibuprofen to get on the practice field, ibuprofen to get into a game, um, injections before games, you know, just to play football because you want to be out there. Right. So I I put my body through that with no mindfulness at all, Mm -hmm. you know. I only meditated in my locker before games to envision myself scoring touchdowns. Right. That's
1: it. <laughs> That's why often I, I talk to this guy because, you know, at the end of the day, he still has a family to come home to. We still got a lot of living left, but 17 fucking years of getting beat the fuck up, this guy's been doing. And he's and
2: beating a lot of motherfuckers up, oh, too. Oh, of course. He's New Jersey's pride, mm-hmm. but, you
1: know, a lot of injuries. And I think a more weak, and I'm not talking about you at all. My, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. say myself. I would have I would have said, Fuck it. The Saint with all these fucking injuries are not worth it, man. And I never saw him quitting this. I I was in this his old house when he was pulling well, he wasn't doing it there, but I knew what it was. He had tampons shoved into his fucking I would've been like, you know what? That's a that's a good fight to leave on, you know what I mean? And uh I don't know. It takes a, a lot of a lot of heart, a lot of drive, a lot of desire to wanna be In a contact sport like that,
0: Roger, I'm not as tall and good-looking as you. I'm like God, buddy. I think
1: I take. I I guess I'll take a lesson from Todd Frazier. I don't think baseball has as many injuries, and you get paid pretty well. I'm going to tell my son to play baseball.
2: Yeah, (laughs) true, but they there there's still injuries. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not the same. It's not as violent. Not the same, no. Well, you can't. What I learned is you can't measure like what's inside somebody's heart. Like Mm -hmm. it's it's immeasurable. You know. Right. and someone's fire it don't even make sense sometimes here on earth like I you see those dudes Free solo climbing these mountains. Oh wow! Like Whatever. I get like panic attacks watching it. The same. Yeah, I do the same. Like, but I'm obsessed. But pan- then I have nightmares. Are you obsessed with watching it though? I can't. It's amazing. I get panic Roger
0: loves watching it right till the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't like to finish it, but I watched a bunch of times right before it ends. <laughs> I fell asleep
1: because he knows they're about to die I or fell something. Fell asleep, <laughs> you loser. <laughs> I told him to watch a documentary. Yeah. It was so good. I said I watched it twice, which I did. But at the very end, he yeah. dies, and so I never. Like, made it. I'm
0: like, yo, he died. He's like, ooh. Alpin. Like, what?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: Man, that kid was such a, such a phenom, talent, bro. Dude. Dude, yeah. And what he got killed. I have a
0: theory. He might still be alive, bro. You think he's living in <laughs> I'm the just cave? Saying, my, that's my like, hopeful theory. I think he's living in the cave. My hopeful theory. No, they, no he, uh, did, he didn't want the, the tension. He wanted nothing to do with true. that. They only so based it on, on rope. But they found rope.
2: That they found
1: rope. They could have put anybody's rope.
0: Listen, he pushed his friend off and said, I'll see. I'm going. You think he's living on an island somewhere? The
1: reason I don't buy that it's because he'd get spot his his passion in life was climbing like you know crazy yeah, peaks yeah, and he'd yeah. get spotted somewhere he was a recognizable yeah. guy yeah no you I'm, know
0: i mean i'm just it's just a hopeful thing yeah hopeful I,
2: I mean you play with fire you get burnt right yeah yep. that's you know um
0: yeah i mean that in that world i mean geez you're you're almost asking for it yep. especially with the no no ropes
2: God bless that one
0: guy. is Still, that k- young kid
1: is still alive, though. What what What's his name? Um, what? The free solo guy, Alex, Alex Honnold. Yeah, Honnold. Yeah. He's still alive. Bro. He's free.
0: So- he's a free
1: solo guy. And I, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Well, it's mostly the free solo guys that die. So many of them have died. But he's supposed so much more calculated. He, he, you, you think? think? Yeah. I, he called I, well, this kid, seen, Compare it to that kid.
2: Yeah, he called that kid like outrageous. Yeah, well, he's he, outrageous. He yeah.
1: also called that kid a phenom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah he level. said
0: that guy. He goes, well. I remember the guy broke his record, remember, and but barely trying to, and then he went and he's like, "Holy shit!" He went and fucking beat beat the record because he had because he's anal like
1: that, right? But that's what see that's kind of my point is even Honnle, right, whose record was beaten by literally like I think ten minutes by the kid that died. By uh, the alpinist, forget yes. his name, and uh, La
0: or something, he had La Blat or Le Bleu or He had like to go back. A
1: French name and beat that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he I had know. to go back. So it's that competitiveness yeah, that yeah. you're going to take chances, right? Yeah, because he did it. Uh, I mean, I'm sh-
0: extent, substantially quicker. So. He did it but substantially
1: mm-hmm. quicker. He like studied it all all. Right. That stuff, yeah. Right. But I'm saying, like, it, you, I feel like when you and he said, normally I don't do that, but I just yeah. didn't like that my record got beat, so yeah. I had to go back, and he
0: shattered it. You know what yeah, and so LeBlanc, 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 LeBlue, whatever. First solos, you're yeah, kind
1: of running out of first solos. There's only so much shit left Lee to climb. It's summer. crazy
2: human beings, F- man. No, first, just... like
1: peaks that nobody's ever climbed before. Uh, yeah, That's no, the no, most no, sought-after no, no. thing. Like, oh, did
0: you see the one, the other one, 14 Peaks, that dude? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't that see
2: that Nepali one. Nepali, dude. Heard, yeah, yeah, from
1: he he, is Nepal. he, he's from Nepal. He's crazy, that guy.
0: Yeah, he's nuts. Right?
1: Amazing. He shattered records. Human beings do but some But He loves to drink and shit, too. We were, we were talking about that. So much worse, man. So much worked in his favor because you're the weather is that you're you're always up against the weather and mm-hmm. it had to be magical for him to be to get all those records and you know in that short amount of time and it just kind of worked out for him. I don't know that 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 can ever be repeated because you'd have to have. Sex. He was made for that. that yeah, kid. he was made for
3: that.
2: That was his. That was his dance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know what? Good for him. He experienced things that not many people do. You know, like your brain goes in different worlds when you're at that like right. level of a. I don't even know you want what you want to call it, like hormonal, like overloads. So,
0: so when you went out to Nepal and all stuff, do you get up? I mean, it's all mountains, right?
2: Yeah, I was in Pokhara, right in the Himalayas. Uh, you know, um, it's amazing. You know, what's I just, the
1: elevation you're at there? You got to be at what seven, eight, ten thousand feet there?
2: Yeah, something like that. Because I was at seventy-two hundred feet in Edwards, Colorado, yeah. and I lived out there for five months, but. but did you? What yeah, did you do what, out there? what brought you out there? That that was like a, the beginning of my. That's what the cover of my first bu- book is. That's on a train track in Edwards, Colorado. Mm. I lived out there as an author, worked in restaurants. I stayed at one of my friend's house who passed away. <laughs> uh, my friend Todd Walker, who was shot in college, Damn. Jesus redhead shot. kid. Yeah, Why? I never told you about him. He shot him because he was a redhead. Uh, just, i'm just wondering no no about, i mean i'm just curious what red i mean you, that's actually he would probably <laughs> laugh at that to be honest with you he would appreciate that um but he uh you know he was from edwards colorado great kid todd walker wide receiver kid he went to a prep school in chicago he was a white kid with red hair He played quarterback with a all-black team in chicago in a prep school he was the fastest kid on the team skinny well, all
1: you had to do was say chicago and i could fill in the ending
2: yeah exactly <laughs> you know like it's just he was like a freak athlete and i met him at unh i only knew him seven months and we just we were like two peas in a pod you know and uh it was spring break um he went home to colorado he went to uh boulder cu mm. to visit all his boys and whatnot it was you know spring break it was march madness it was saint paddy's day you know what i'm saying like a great weekend march 17th 2011 and he was just like the bystander he was like at people's apartments while they're getting ready like he, he's visiting you know so by the end of the night one of his best friend's uh girlfriend was like oh i kind of want to go home he's like all right like i'll walk you home and they're just walking home in the streets like singing and dancing being idiots you know and they're two kids who like come from the area so like nothing really there's no crime <laughs> you know so this kid came up from behind, like, with a mask and a gun out a little bit and was like, give me everything you got, you know, like, trying to rob them. And This uh, is in Colorado? In um, Bol- Boulder. In Boulder. Wow. Yeah. You
1: don't, th- you don't see that as a crime area. No, it was, it crime was a strange area,
2: occurrence. You know? And uh, she, the girl, like, ripped the kid's mask down was like, go ask your parents for money. Like, she thought it was a joke. And then he, like, shot a bullet up in the air, and he was like, I'm not fucking around, you know. And that's when Todd, like... It moves her out the way, and was like, "Yo, dude, like, you know, what the fuck? Like, everything's good. Like, you go your way, we go our way. Yeah, we ain't got shit. nothing. We're college kids, you know." And he was like, "No, you know." And then Todd, he was a redhead, you know, and I've seen him kind of lose his cool a little bit. He didn't attack the kid, but he came from a dad who who hunts, so like he was taught <clears throat> respect with guns. So he looked at this kid and was like, "Yo, you're a punk ass bitch, straight up." That was his last three words. Yeah. Called the kid a punk ass bitch. And the kid shot him right in his chest, right in his heart, about five feet away. One shot, you know. Twenty years old, and uh he died instantly. Basically, the kid ran away and had like tacos, you know, and like posted on on Facebook like, "Oh, something no cool way. went down." Yeah, it was one of those white kids from like Colorado, like take pictures with guns in his like parents' like basement. here wow. Did he get charged? Did he get? COVID oh yeah, they got him. They got him. She had to testify. It was nasty. It was a really shitty experience. I was nineteen. That's sad. You know. That is sad. I was nineteen years old, and it was the Uh weirdest thing ever to come back from spring break and go in his dorm room and like be like, "Wait a second, what the fuck?" Yeah, that's seven months in the college football, six hours away from home, and I'm and I'm like, and then that like like binded our program. To be honest, we had like our first workout back because like we thought like. What are we supposed to do we just came back from spring break like we're supposed to grind it's our winter. you know it's time to grind and we're like what would todd do you know and we started right after it we had one of the greatest workouts ever that day mm-hmm. i'll never forget it everyone felt it it was like mm-hmm. he was in the room it was fucking, it was crazy people were crying it was nuts you know and he was that kid on that, the that that
1: had to make national news that was yeah. 2011. 11
2: wow that's crazy man Todd mclean walker and i didn't know his middle name was mclean until uh-huh. i read his obituary because i would have called him mclean every single time yeah. i fucking saw him you know but he was just like at his uh celebration of life they had it at, like a ski resort in uh vale and it's a picture of him in like daisy duke jeans on top of a mountain you know like in the, in the snow like and it was like no tears behind this beyond this point yeah. you know and like that's where I lived for five months. I stayed with his parents, you know. Wow. When I, when I graduated college, I didn't really know what the heck I was doing. I went through, like, that spiritual awakening, hospitalization, like, for mental health and stuff. Mental health so treatment. You,
1: his parents took a liking to you that much that they, oh, after yeah. their son yeah. passed. Wow. Well, years welcome. later.
2: Years later. Wow, man. Oh, yeah. That's Pam crazy. and Mark Walker, great people, man. That's crazy. Like, that the most amazing people you that ever I
1: probably, meet. honestly, probably was therapeutic great. for yeah. them, you know yeah. what I mean?
2: it was until they're like all right it's time for you to get the fuck out <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah yeah well they needed their own peace and quiet too. Yeah.
2: yeah i mean i didn't really do much besides like hang out and like do my right. thing i was i was working a lot you know but they want they they pushed me to be proactive you know like i bought a car out there like i was moving i was doing, doing good things but i didn't know once the fall hits season's down. dead until yeah. the winter so like these people who work in restaurants they like travel yeah you know and i wasn't I was I was like you know what no let me go back to Jersey I miss I miss the grind. Well,
1: you went to college in New Hampshire and I'm from Maine. I would think New Hampshire. Well, again, this was that was years ago. You're you're a different person obviously than you were when you were there. But I would think New Hampshire would be the live free or die state. No, it's very. I would think New Hampshire would be right up your alley, man.
2: Wildcat for life, man. Yeah, right. You know, U N H was a great time. You know, it was. That's why I ended up there. I, I was a full full scholarship from UNH, Maine. And then the Naval Academy. And okay. I, I gave a verbal commitment to Navy on my visit with the same head coach they had. University now. of Maine at Orno? Oh yeah. They, and then they, I went,
1: they, they have a pretty good football team. They're really known for their hockey team, but yeah. they have a pretty accomplished football team. Oh no, team. they're
2: they're dogs, man. But yeah. I went five and zero against <laughs> them. Did you career. really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we have a, a good history, you know. Um their head coach was a great guy, Jack Cosgrove. He came down to Toms River, recruited me um sean mcdonald was my head coach over at unh so there were two very similar kind of people like new york irish kind of right italian uh people so but they were just they love football you know and maine when i visited unh in maine i realized unh had the musket hanging up and when unh and Maine play they compete for the musket it's like the bryce cowell musket it's since like 19 18, you know it's one of the oldest rivalries in college football so they say and uh Maine had it empty in their locker room, to be honest. And I I was just like, UNH's vibe was a little different. Those kids weren't fo- focused on Maine. Right. Mm-hmm. They wanted to win the CAA, win the national championship. Maine's focused on getting that musket back. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Bigger, bigger. So I wanted to go now. to UNH. I wanted to be around those kids. Right. So those kids mm-hmm. wanted to win, like, a national title. Right. You know, the Maine kids at the time, they were good. They were getting dudes into the league. It was definitely a different vibe, you know, mm-hmm. a little more, you know. One mm-hmm. more like a hoodish a little bit their their program. Like they're like there's nothing to do. Yeah, You're up in Warren, O Maine. There's not a lot to do. Not it, much man. to do up nothing there. Nothing to do, it's freezing. No. It's freezing. Freezing. It used it's to be, it used to be a main
1: a club just off campus. It's not there anymore, I'm sure, but uh, probably during that you time. You went there? It's called no, you, I grew up right oh, near there, bro. That's oh where man. I grew up. But, uh, you you see, turned that out, right? It was, it was uh, <laughs> called Jetties. And we'd always go there because all the college girls would go okay. there and stuff. But, yeah, it was a good time.
2: Yeah, No, I mean, I still had a good time. There were good people. But UNH, like, I just felt like a connection where they were on a different path. And when I showed up, they had a quarterback a few years earlier who now is the head coach, Ricky Santos. You know, he finished in, like, 2004, 2005. And he took UNH – to the next level, he got them into a quarterfinal game. Chip Kelly was his OC. Um, David Ball was his wide receiver. Corey Graham was on defense. Corey Graham played in the NFL for a very long time. Um, and Ricky was a Massachusetts kid, five eleven, you know, point guard, you know, kind of like an underrated walk-on in a sense. Maybe he got some money in the beginning, but he came in as a freshman and beat Rutgers as a FCS team. And then he went on like three, four years in a row as a quarterback beating FBS teams and then took UNH to the next level because he was just a competitor, you know. And when he set that framework and we showed up and we took the program to the semifinals our junior and senior year, we were the number one team in the country. And since then, you know, they got everything now. Mm -hmm. They got the facilities, they got the stadium, they got the jerseys. Like I had to fight, you know, I had cotton shorts in 2011 really? 2010 yeah wow. the guy in the cage hated me he <laughs> was so mean big don you know rest his soul but uh the next guy neil was the man neil would hook me up you know the like,
0: cage guys yeah i know what to talk about they do your laundry and shit yeah, right bro you like got an extra cage, shirt like, here and there our guy our guy was uh scott we called him scooter he, w- he was gay he was cool though bro. he was cool <laughs>
2: <laughs> i had like i was real superstitious you know like I had to get like extra hair, air in my helmet right before kickoff. Like I had a certain way of doing things. Like I was weird. I had to go to the bathroom like fifteen times before kickoff. I had to clear my whole system out. Really? Swear to God, man, I was like a, a nerve, nerve freak, mm-hmm. you know. But once I got on the field and like it was about to be kickoff, I would talk to myself like, "All right, like it's time, yo. Know? Like this is what the fuck I do." And so then, for
1: some reason, you couldn't do your your pregame stuff, your whatever. would that mess, you would that throw you off? A lot of people. I think, it it like just that. it was automatic. Frank, you ever had any like th- you you always run out.
0: Mm. That is that your thing? i, I imagine run because like
2: day of, game. yeah, yeah. You know, day of. Stuff. You don't have a you don't. I have,
0: do, like I, a, I, I have like a routine. You know, but it doesn't. No, not nothing, something no. that gets in your head though. That if you didn't do it, no, because nothing off. ever goes the same right, usually. Right, right, and like COVID, right. Like COVID, like COVID. Like my routine is like I always go to the cage and I'm fighting and I'll, I'll do like a run through in the morning, but less like. You know, three times I couldn't do it because COVID and stuff. You know, I guess like super. Sometimes you get shit. like sometimes the the read is far away, so you can't do it. You've got to right. figure out how to get, you know. Yeah. But I, but the routines are good because they kind of get you in the mode, they get you in the zone. Like I have the same warm up, I do the same warm up pretty much for every fucking workout. Yeah. You know, and then for my fights, and you do that workout, I know when my body's good or when it's not, or if I need to, you know what, maybe need to do a little bit extra, or I need to do a little bit less. Mm-hmm. I know how I should feel every day, I'm going to do the same one. Right
2: yeah i mean my mom used to put like these little red ribbons on us when we were kids for like protection with like angels and shit. Mm. you know like stupid i don't know how to explain i had to wear the certain cut sleeve uh shirt under my shoulder pads for game day i was weird about stuff like that but then you know when you start tearing labrums and get concussions you're just trying to get on the field you really don't give a shit no more Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. then your will really comes out like your spirit comes out like at the end of my career my body was was done but my will, like to like right. push through and right. and and to compete. When I was out there against those other kids, I had a different mental drive than those kids. You know, my body wasn't responding yeah. the way I wanted it to. I had no cartilage in my left shoulder and a high ankle sprain with a stress fracture. Right, cortisone in my ankle and my shoulder for a fourteen week season. You know, against animals that,
1: that happens with a lot of high level athletes, sure. especially those who have reached. Uh, you know, a pinnacle in their career or, or you know in frankie sport earned a belt or whatever is is the mind is stronger than the body you know age always usually comes into play and and you never lose that winning spirit or that winning drive and you you stay hungry you still
2: the mind still tells you
1: i can do it you know what i
2: mean yeah i was again like like when you asked me earlier like what the heck were you thinking like what? why would you push yourself like i'll be honest with you i hit points in my mind in games where i was completely okay with dying like it was okay i swear to god a hundred percent really yeah i look myself in the mirror before every game knowing because like, this, f- this was my I didn't, physically
1: you were hurting that bad
2: no like if if i mean when you're playing football like kickoff kick return like neck injury like it's it's quick it it happened you're
1: talking about physical not being demoralized from a loss or no no
2: like on that field like from a a bad concussion having so many and like hiding them so i can be back out there and getting another bad one like these stories happen you know spinal cord injuries like you're putting yourself grayson in deaths like
1: baseball son baseball that's what you want to do no
2: football is a violent game man mm-hmm. like if i if i was to advise any parent on their kid like your kid is playing a dangerous sport mm-hmm. but so is their biking <laughs> so is yeah, jet skiing that's very true yeah. you know so is going to a water park like anything you, you put your kid in yeah. it is going to be dangerous but you know you can't put a kid in a bubble like i totally not, yeah. agree with that you know,
0: you know if they want to do it that's my thing If you're passionate about it you're into it I'm, I'm, i'll probably support you
2: provide the knowledge that you can like now that i have these understandings like i that's why I try to do with my business with athletes like mm. like think about your long-term stuff you know like take care of yourself kind of thing whereas when I was an athlete my I couldn't hear that until it was too late sure. you know and then my career was literally over like I could not play football anymore it was over it, it was done I did my pro day I tried right. you know but you have no cartilage in your shoulder. Like, how the hell are you supposed
1: Speaking to Speaking of off-topic a little bit or a little off-topic, I always love to get Frankie's take, and I know you're a UFC fan. Um, Cheeto Vera, Dominic Cruz fought this past weekend. Thought they both really looked good. Dom's 38, 39. Still looked really good. Obviously got lost, but uh, Cheeto looked really good. I mean, that was a really clean head kick he got him with. Um Found a way is what you always say, but what, what was your take on that fight? I thought yeah, they both looked great. I,
0: you know, I thought, yeah, I thought that, I mean, Cheeto, was, that's kind of how Cheeto gets down, you know? Uh, I mean, he doesn't really look great in fights and mm-hmm. finds ways to, to win or capitalizes in every round. I thought round. he was patient. He looked very yes, patient. Yeah, patient. That's what it is. Yeah. I don't want to say he doesn't look great. Yeah. He's patient. But I felt like uh. volume matters, and, and, and Cruz was bringing the volume right. the whole time so. and scoring. But, like, Cheeto would drop him real quick. It was like a flash drop. You know what I mean? It's like, boom, boom, jump right out. It's like, are those really that substantial? I mean, if you, in a boxing world, it's a knockdown. You got a 10 8, all that bullshit. But in MMA, I don't know, bro. Right. So, really, I don't. I mean, it doesn't matter because the fight got finished. Mm. But I'm saying, up until that point, you could say Dom was winning that fight. You oh. could. You could. But then you could also say Cheeto was because he got dropped three times. But it's kind of wild, dude. Cheeto did that. I mean, he caught me with that. He didn't drop me with any punches. Big kick. And actually, I went and looked. I fucking parried it. But he kept throwing it kind of like here. So I was parrying it, and then he here I still parried it, but not enough force. Mm -hmm. I got through. Anyway, but like yo, even against Rob Font, you know, he dropped him every like every round to make it, you know, close a closer fight than it really was. I think, or or, or to put it in his favor. And then he, of course, he got the finish. So and that hit him as well. So the fact that he could do that, he he's uh, maybe he's just taking what he sees, downloading it, and boom, finding a way to get get through.
2: You know? Hot hands. I think I I do believe in momentum in sports. Mm-hmm. You know, like the tide goes with with momentum most times. You know, I mean,
1: certainly you can say he's a very confident fighter, but Dominick Cruz is a very confident fighter too. And I just thought they both looked re- really great. Nothing bad to say about Dominick Dom Cruz gonna, at all. I
0: thought you yeah. see him start taking his gloves off. I thought he was gonna retire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's he's had a few tough fights his last few fights right he takes him like a champ though he never yeah, makes
1: he's, excuses he's a class act he's a class act a warrior I, I love watching the guy fight but i think he's an amazing commentator he's got a long future ahead of him he knows this sp-
0: he's got a way you don't think so you don't agree no i do i do i think he definitely he knows his shit he does he's definitely prepared. all that stuff i just think sometimes the way he is with his uh broadcast partners is a yeah, little, I, little a little sometimes. disrespectful right you know, like throws them under the bus left and right. It, I'm it. like Damn. and I felt like dude, you seen Bisming and D <laughs> C were like Dominator goes. Back down <laughs> like, I, I think they took a little fucking uh, enjoyment Enjoying in that it has he gone at oh yeah
1: he has gone at Bizbang. you're right but he's definitely gone at
0: cormier yeah sure. sh- i've heard both times where yeah. he's gone like you know he'll have like little tip like yeah. little arguments in I the middle of about. fucking he, fights yeah. with both of those guys
2: yeah. yeah so frank could you see yourself ever
0: commentating hell i yeah. used to comment i've commentated for brave i think i could now i never i don't like doing it when i'm fighting so yeah i think i could try it i don't know i don't know if i want to do it honestly
1: what what
0: what what is it that doesn't appeal to you the traveling for well that stuff yeah if i was going to do it for the ufc it'd be like you know you're traveling all the fucking time missing that um but even if i did it for like another one like another organization i don't know like you have i mean it's work it's work you're you're working you have to kind of like be cheesy and do this and do that like i'm not i don't know if i could i want to do that i'm not that guy
2: obviously not hollywood obviously the stand-up was great by the way <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I'm, prou- it. I'm proud of the guy I for loved that it.
1: uh john anik um obviously he he's amazing. he's the best he the best very well researched yeah, he
0: might you know well researched and he's just his time everything is yeah, his cadence yeah. however he does it does it but like but he might be one of the best like among
1: all sports would not disagree you know? with that would not yeah. disagree i see he did a he did a little video obviously he posted it so everybody can watch it but um, on on his his fighter cards that he keeps, like yeah. all handwritten, yeah, like yeah, yeah. he has, like his, his like, uh, inde- like little tidbits, a of, yeah, of little thousands. tidbits of yeah. fighters that you wouldn't even fucking dog's name or what you know what I mean. He's, he's awesome, bro. He's, he's always great, like, bro. He's great.
0: Santino Francesca, and Valentina's dad's fighting. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? He yep. like
1: remembers shit like that, yep. dude. He's he's a, he's phenomenal. He, bro. He's well researched. You know that yeah. I would think with commentating, that's a big part of it. Bro, I, mean, I started before you get there. I. He used to do MMA
0: Live. It was on ESPN. This is before, I think it was on ESPN. MMA Live it was like an internet show, maybe. And I've done that with him way back, Is that bro. right? Fucking way back. And that's where he, he kind of, I think that's where he started. Wow. I mean, I'm sure that's, not if he's where he started, but he was there for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And Gold, when Goldberg left, he went over to where? He still commentates, right? He was gone for a while. He, uh, Is he back with, um? Yeah, I think he's not, Bellator. Bellator. I think he Bellator. Bellator. Bellator, bro.
1: you're right. Bellator, Bellator, yeah. yeah. Yep, a lot of guys going to bare knuckle, man. A lot of guys. Who? Um, well, uh, Mike, um, Venom Page. Well, no, the the Venom well, Page he's is only, coming he's only, up.
0: He, yeah, But Bellator let him just because it's in London. Oh, he's still contracted. Yeah, he oh. let him go fight one fight. Is he fighting Perry? He is. Man, that's kind of interesting. That's very interesting, man. Yeah. What about
2: Jake Paul? I gotta hear your perspective um, on Jake
0: Paul. I think I think he could crack. I mean, he's fucking. He could fight. He hasn't fought a boxer yet. But uh, yeah, I, I give him credit for doing what he's doing. I don't blame him. He definitely um he tra- seems like he trains, capitalizing, and like you know everyone's like, oh, the a YouTuber. He's, not, he's been training boxing for fucking two, or three years now. He's a, he's a boxer now. You know, mm-hmm. could have given that making money. Well, he's making money. That's for sure. I don't think he needed the box to make money either. But yeah, sure. Would it.
1: you say that though, Frank? Like obviously, he's he's won his fights. Would you say he's a boxer if he'd been doing it for two or three years and just taking loss after loss? Would he be a a boxer then? What if he beat, if he fought boxers and took a loss? No, if just his, his resume to date were all losses, you said he's been doing it two or three years. Obviously, he's a boxer. If they were all losses, would you call him a boxer?
0: I'm just saying he like it's not like he's a, he's not a YouTuber. I mean, he's he's been boxing for three years. He'd be like oh this guy's YouTuber. He's fighting. Dude, he's been training boxing for three right, years. Right. That's what I mean. How that's what I mean. You know, he's a yeah. boxer, not n- nothing to do with his wins or losses. It's just because he's been doing it. He's, I mean, he seems like he's tr- he's wants to be good at it. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean he's he's knocked every person out. He's fought that kind of not really easy to no, do
0: except one guy. Except the one guy, I think the KSI?
2: KSI guy. Yeah, first fight. Yeah, true.
0: Knocking out Tyrone Woodley, that's listen, you got to give the yeah, guy And like he didn't to knock out Tyrone the first time either. So, yeah.
2: He yeah. collapsed them, too. Like, yeah, he put him yeah, out. Yeah, you yeah, know, that like, that, that wasn't cool. just like. Ben, he, ha- ben that, Askren, to me, Frankie
1: differs from me a little bit. That wasn't that surprising to me at all. Not at all. Hmm.
2: That guy, I, I don't even know how he was a good fighter, to be right, honest. Right. Like, he never really wanted to fight in the UFC. It didn't
1: look, it looked like yeah, he, he wanted one very last
0: very,
2: payday for that he last one before the UFC. be Robbie.
0: be Robbie. Did he though? I mean, yeah, he,
1: did, he did. He Okay, he beat Robbie. He was getting you know, mangled, as you though, say, A little bit. Right? Yeah, You have, yeah, to, yeah, you have yeah. to accept the outcome. Any, yeah, any, you have any to any accept any the outcome ever. on the fight. But I don't think he beat Robbie. I think that was a way early yeah, stoppage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think, I think the everybody the agrees
0: that it was. Yeah, I you know? agree. Agreed. Like he was Robbie the funky whatever out
2: in like that other league.
0: Well, I mean, he won one FC. He won Bellator. He's definitely skilled, man. He just uh, he, he has no. He was skilled on the ground
2: no for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
0: has
1: to get the fight to the ground. I'm not talking shit about the guy. He's a
0: skilled guy, but
1: in in MMA, he, he, he wasn't on the same level as everybody else because he didn't have that stand up game. And then he goes over and and you know took 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 the fight on against Logan Paul, but he wasn't a stand up fighter and didn't to me it didn't look like he Jake no. Paul. Sorry, Jake Paul. It did not look like he even trained for that, bro. He showed he no, looked it. looked like he was way out of shape. It looked right. like he just wanted a payday to me. Yeah, and he, and he really, it, he didn't. really, really, really should have trained with his for ego, that for sure. Because that could have led into other fights. You know what I mean? He could have, could have wow. kept collecting. Yeah. You know, yeah, there could have been a, there could have been you know a, a follow up fight to that if he won that.
2: You know, with the a U.S. bigger payday. The UFC's changed so much. Like, look at like this middleweight. Title fight coming up, like Alex Pereira and, yeah. and Israel Adesanya. Like yeah. that dude is a monster. Yeah, like, yeah he weighs Israel. in night of the fight two twenty. Israel uh,
0: uh, only lost Pereira. I know,
2: I know. He's it. a scary dude, bro. Mm-hmm. The yeah. mma's changed so fast. These guys coming in, they're like wizards with their feet. They're saying uh, he's yeah. as, he, they're saying he's as talented as Israel on his feet. That yeah, he, Muay Thai, him twice. that yeah. Muay Thai kickboxing style with like ground pound is like. That's, like, the lethal combo nowadays. Yeah. Like, think about all, like, the champions at the highest level. Okay. Jose Aldo, you know, John Jones, like, the people who, like, retain that title for a long duration. They can put someone out, kicking them upside their head. And he's going
1: to come in with a certain amount of confidence that other fighters didn't because he beat him. You know what I mean? It's a crazy fight. It was just definitely one I'll be I just wonder two. if MMA is I, I didn't
0: see but the, it. But it is like, MMA. I, I
2: didn't see the. Uh, it's kickboxing and MMA are two yeah, different I didn't worlds, see
0: man. see the fights and I think those, I think they were close fights. He caught though.
2: him. He caught him. That's all. Yeah. He got caught. You know. What about he's Nick? Human.
1: Nick versus Jemayev. I mean, I, he's a Nate. Nate <sighs> is. Excuse me. Nate, huge underdog in that mm-hmm. fight. Do you yeah. think that? Do you think those betting odds are realistic? I lose sick? every time I, I bet these
2: fights, so I don't think I should touch any of them. I don't. I don't, I don't, I think, lose, I don't so.
0: think you could make Nate that big of a dog, bro. Well, yeah. Nate, not Nate. He's a huge underdog. And yeah,
2: Nate can fight. He yeah, can fight anybody yeah. any day, like, any dude, place.
0: I imagine, like I don't know, like this, this this guy gets all crazy, gets anxiety, gets to him fighting Nate because it's gonna be such a big fight. Well, Nate, his Nate's talking shit. Nate's, Nate's talking leaking shit. blood. Fourth yeah, round. Yeah, just like bah, 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 bah. I, You know, I could see that happen. Yeah. Dude, I, that'd be fucking amazing.
2: That guy tired.
0: Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. He got, I suppose he got a little I didn't. I mean, he's a monster. He got a little tired fighting Gil. Gilbert. He did. Yeah. He did. That was a real but test. He
2: took some. He took some damage. But yeah. That, that's that's the cream of the crop yeah. that he fought with. That was yeah, his first yeah. like real real. That test, was a real say. test for him. And, and it, he took and damage. He, and he showed up. They kind of took lived, a risk with that. He did. Yeah. Like Frankie with said that product. he did
1: look gassed. He did look gassed. So, and Nate doesn't really gas Every division's you know? crazy. Yep. Oh, Every yeah. division's crazy. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah, Deep Pagano has
0: one fight left on his contract.
1: I need to oh, see him and John Jones, know. man. Them two need
2: we'll a fight. Love to see that. I think they're what they really trying to
0: do. Jones and uh, Stipe I think I think that's the one they're trying to put together.
2: That'll be a good fight. It'll uh, be, uh, be a good intro. Fight. End of the year, maybe. You know every every class every I'm I, I love it I think it's mm-hmm. it's probably it, yeah it's my favorite sport 100 mm-hmm. percent it's my most watched sport my it's most really my only sport, sport. Yeah. I don't really watch anything I, I watch, watch interviews I watch on a little YouTube. football but. like I'm so invested in different like, like a weirdo like I watch the vlogs and stuff the UFC vlogs you know what I'm saying
0: no what's that v- oh, vlogs
2: or whatever uh, the the little episodes they do leading like, into the like, fights yeah, like
0: uh oh uh, what are they called um embedded exactly. embedded yeah yeah yeah, yeah
2: I love them. Okay. I think it, you get to know he's, the He said v Vlogs. Yeah, vlogs, v-logs. video logs. They <laughs> are vlogs.
0: If I had said never, that, the whole show would have ground I, to a halt. I never heard V. I never heard Vlogs. Vlogs.
2: Video logs. I, I get it. No,
0: you're right. Vlogs.
2: Vlogs. Should I say vlogs? You would have known that.
0: Roger leaves. Vlogs.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's great.
1: So um, let's talk about the other name you go by. Yahweh the Cosmo. Where did, where did you get that? Yahweh, does that mean God? What is Yahweh? Yahweh means I am in Hebrew. I am. I am. And Yahweh. So, Yahweh. How, how did you come to, did somebody give you, that? were you given that name when you were over there? Or? When I
2: went through like the second phase of my awakening, it was a whole summer after, I didn't get hospitalized, I was like, wait a second, this is familiar, I'm gonna, I'm cool, like, this is what it is, this is how I see the world, you know, I was uh, at a friend's house. I got kicked out of my house at the time. And uh, my friend's parent, very, very sophisticated, like, educated guy, like, on his own from from the Bronx. And he was talking about this word Yahweh. And I started writing in you know, poems or whatever, and I would write Yahweh at the bottom because I liked that expression, I am. Because that's how I felt at the time. Like, I just am. I am who I am. Like, I don't know. You know, it was weird times, you know. And then the Cosmo was in my bloodline. And I didn't like when people said Yahweh, Yahweh, like that's a Hebrew God, that's a Judaism God. Like that's not why I'm using it, you know? It was kind of like given to me. And then to Cosmo I chose because it's in my bloodline, it means universal twin. So the name means I am the universal twin, you know? That's all.
1: Universal twin.
2: Yeah, I'm like the twin of the universe. Twin of the universe. Yeah, like the twin of the universe. I gotcha. As a writer in that that space. You a Gemini? In the Vedic astrology, when I studied with the, the Yogi, I was a Gemini mm-hmm. in their in their charts, but in the western astrology i'm I'm a Virgo September. How much faith belief do
1: you put in that in in astrology and what it says about us and what it says, well I, you know I'm a Gemini, so they say that I have two personalities and you know or not that I, but the Geminis do. I wouldn't say that that's completely inaccurate by the way, but how much faith do you put in that?
2: I just think it varies. I, I definitely think it, it is a good measurement. It comes from ancient times. They did utilize them as ways to make sense of, you know, the soul when it comes to earth, and like your personality and things you're connected to. Because when you take form, the universe is everything's in certain places. So that's kind of why they do that. Mm-hmm. Like at least that's that's what the yogi taught me. I just don't. I don't know. I, I just think we we we're attracted to what we like. You know.
1: You said you're a Gemini in, in what? In the,
2: in, in the the Vedas, in the, the, the four books of knowledge from, from uh, Atharva Veda. Is that because their
1: calendar differs yeah. from our calendar?
2: The way he measures it is based <laughs> off of like down to the minute. Gotcha. You're born, and he does like a whole star chart reading, and, and in that moment, your energy is associated with a certain, um, you know, symbol i guess yeah. you could say and out there i'm gemini and and a lot of those things i do resonate with but then also the virgo things i do too you know so it's like i don't spend too much time on those uh, zodiac signs
1: from that astrology standpoint where yeah. my birthday falls in the calendar i'm a gemini but most of the people i've dated call me a fucking bipolar fuck. so <laughs> roger's two personalities <laughs> are
0: dumb and dumber <laughs>
2: Nailed it. I would say that's accurate. I would say Listen, that's accurate. man, if if you have to get mad and, and and get angry, then I don't know. I think I don't think the person understands you. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you should even have to like get mad. I feel like that like demasculates us as men. You know, getting mad, a hundred percent. I've worked on that very well. Long. No, not not saying I'm perfect. I'm right. talking about just in terms of a relationship with a woman. Like yeah, yeah, two people working together. Right. Like you know each other's good parts. You know your bad stuff. You sure. know what you're working on. Like, if my fiancé is, like, trying to get me mad, like, I just think that demasculates me. And if I'm trying to get her mad, it, like, defeminizes her. If she's getting all angry, and I'm out loud and I'm angry, like, it just, like, changes who you are a little bit in your relationship.
1: Of course. Because you you can't forget what's said, right? Yeah, Yeah,
2: you can move on. You forget. But if you could just, like, be like a lion. Like, lions don't get angry unless they have to kill, right? They just chill. You know? Lions don't
1: fight with each other. Male lions don't fight for dominance. Absolutely, they got right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they got probably fight. for
2: for mating, right? And yeah. well, territory. That's, what, that's what but most, there's an understanding. Most of us men fight for, but there's an understanding amongst them of who's the dog, like who's the head honcho. Don't fuck with that guy. Like that that hon- that has to. Yeah, but exist. there's
1: always an up and coming dog that's trying to get. You know, like there's a there's a the the alpha the old old one but then there's there's the outsider roaming around that's kind of up and coming he's the young buck or not the young buck but the young lion and he wants to take over the the harem of uh lionesses and are you talking about lion king (laughs) (laughs) no i don't know i've definitely watched that because i have kids but no (laughs) that's great i'm just talking about in every animal kingdom in
2: the world It's, it's the the top dog is always challenged you know but the sphinx in egypt is part lion you know and they have it facing the the a lion astrology in the stars like a lion gate of stars they have the Sphinx facing okay it's, so, it's insane so and what does that mean now the sphinx is half lion half human okay and that that embodiment is like like being poised like a lion like lions like that posture laying down like that like they know they're the king, gotcha. you know, and and for the, those people of that time, they wanted to represent their consciousness aligned with those higher dimensions, right? Which mm-hmm. are essentially are like geometric, sacred geometry forms, mm-hmm. like are like interweaved in different that 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 are determined as different dimensions you know understood
1: yeah in closing can you uh, if someone wanted to buy your book first of all where where can they find it i know you can find it on amazon cuz i looked it up um but can you talk about what it embodies and what it talks about um and if you know obviously if someone wanted to purchase it can you for mention sure. where they where they could get it
2: for sure yeah i uh i have a little library section on my website s3.guru it's my business website Um, I kind of had it a little inactive lately my books because I just I haven't really been selling much of them to be honest I like I said they just I gift them to people you know if I make my money back that's cool But to me these are investments for the future Um, but yeah, you can always go on that website you can contact me there Um, I will be providing a purchase link for all these books there Um, but it's kind of like a slow steady thing, you know, it's kind of like word of mouth I was doing like dms through Instagram, you know, Venmo, whatever, but
0: where can people find you on Instagram?
2: S3 underscore guru. That's my business page. And your website. And my website, S3.guru. Oh. Very, very interchangeable. Very
0: now. Four books out now. Are you working on another book? You have an oh, yeah.
2: idea for another book? Oh yeah. Um, I'm working on a few. I'm working on one called I Am Ibis, the book of Tahuti. Um, and it's kind of like 81 poems devoted to the sacred ibis of egypt who was like the the god of wisdom and i have like all these nft drawings from an artist from russia believe it or not actually from ukraine um mm, fuck that up yeah sorry i did <laughs> fuck that up <laughs> <laughs> no this this pendant's from artists from russia that's oh, why i yes. fucked that up um but uh which is kind of crazy i have two spiritual things like associated with my life from russia and ukraine uh-huh. like who would have fucking thought you know um And she had to stop working on the project for like a month because of the war. Wow. It was fucking crazy. But she sent me all these like paintings of like the ibis, like cannabis plants, the pyramids, and I have them all, you know, and like different NFTs of all the different deities, like Anubis, Osiris, mm. you know, and I want to use those with the poems, you know. And then from there, there's a third book to the Yaku and Doni series I have to write in, in Egypt. I have to go to Egypt and write it. What and why is that? <laughs> well, I wrote Yaku and Doni visit Central Park in New York. You know, I went to Central Park mm-hmm. and then I wrote it from that, from there. That's where Yaku and Doni come from, if you want to know the God's Honest Truth. I went to Central Park, um, dibble dabbled in some, uh, you know, psychedelics. Sure. Just to walk around New York City. And I met a person named Yaku and I met a person named Doni. And I wrote the names down in my phone because I liked them. And then I liked the ibis bird and I like the raven. And I use them as two symbols to represent like my consciousness, my upper consciousness, and my lower consciousness. And that's Yaku and Doni, <laughs> you know. And then that's from Central Park. And then Doni and Yaku hit the Himalayas, is when I went to Nepal. And then like I started using the, the guide of the ibis as like the Gemini, the split personality.
1: Now, was it specifically just the names you liked of these individuals, or you actually got stories. to know the individuals and the stories behind yeah. them? Yeah, that's interesting.
2: Doni was a homeless bum. In New York City, who was like falling on the street, and people were like trying to help him out, put money in his pocket. Yeah. I think I made him like twenty bucks, and I was like, "Where you got to go, sir?" He's like, "Go cross over to that garbage can." I was like, "All right, I'll walk you over." Walked him over. I was, like, "What's your name?" He's like, "Donny and I was like, "Oh, nice to meet you." And then I went into the Met Museum, and a dude working there, his name was Yaku, and I was just talking to him about Egypt, you know, and like I just like those names, and then. Yaku and Dhoni turned into this like, I was sitting in a barbershop, I wrote that story in 28 minutes, you know, and then mm-hmm. I went to Nepal, and every day I was there for the first like nine days, I wrote Doni and Yaku hit the Himalayas, I took my experiences from Nepal with the yogi, and I put it into a story, I turned the yogi into a mountain cow.
1: That was that a one day interaction with those two people that impacted you enough to write yeah. you literally just had one day? Spent? That one time. Wow.
2: On LSD. Wow. Miss LSD. Daisy. Wow yeah i'll be honest with you
1: a, a lot of very magical very spiritual things have been done on lsd yeah
2: Some that's where y'all songs and come written from.
1: performances have been done and yeah it's uh that's crazy never done it but maybe i'd be more uh, yeah it was a
2: different time you know now i'm on the, the psilocybin like that would sure. be more of the idea you know lsd is kind of like you know you're kind of rolling the dice a little bit you, you know think, you think it depends, right, on your your source. Like I guess, yeah. You know, right. like, you never know what people do to those things. Whereas a mushroom, I'm looking at that thing. I see it. Yeah, what can,
3: what
1: can yeah. be done to LSD? I don't know much about it. Obviously. Uh,
2: no, but you, know, you, know, obviously. you know what LSD really is, though? It's, it's uh, ergot.
0: You know, yeah, what's ergot? Ergot, ergot? Is? ergot yeah. is like a, a mold. It's like a mold. Oh, yeah. That's what you I get LSD was, from.
2: I thought it was, like, a combination of, like, DMT. No, nah, uh-uh. No? Um, it's, like, originally, I think they got lsd from them old originally really
1: yeah and uh they did a lot of testing on it back <clears> in the day i know a lot of military testing with lsd right yeah. i
2: mean you watch stranger things right yeah, why yeah. is that based uh, on no, lsd i,
1: I don't know really
0: i mean I, I haven't watched it actually
2: well i mean yeah stranger we, things is great but i never got 11 connection to lsd they're, they're they're all by 11 i suppose yeah 11's mom oh, was put on psychedelics i suppose well, yeah do, 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 you know
0: uh, do you hear uh actually i heard i don't know probably one of the wrong podcasts, but. They say the Salem Witch Trials, you know what they are, right? Yeah, of course. Coincide with like some permafrost or some frost or some weather event that created all the crops to get mold, essentially ergot on it. And they said that pretty much that timeline coincided with with that time when it started and stopped, the Salem Witch Trials. They think those women might have just been been on fucking eat, tripping, tripping face off, saying oh, yeah. saying crazy shit, and they're oh, fucking yeah. getting, or the people even killing them might have been like this. Charles guy, Manson. I see this bitch flying; yeah. she was just yeah. flying. Nah, my fucking just eating some
2: acid, <laughs> <laughs> you know. You've heard stories, ketamine people, have yeah, yeah, ketamine. Yeah. They yeah. thought they were gonna die.
0: That's 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 used for uh, tr- um track cat or No, no, but I mean, yeah, but it's also used for, as like a um. Like, for mental health and stuff. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I thought, yeah. I thought you it only trip, had a you trip on ketamine. Oh, yeah. Kennel, oh, yeah. Ketamine. yeah, yeah. As, as... No, but like, they IV it. And shit. Wow. Really? And it's like, um, yeah, it's like doctor, you know, um, like, you go to a doctor, and they put it up on you, and they they have someone watching you and everything. Wow. Oh, I thought it only yeah, had, had ketamine, a... MDMA. No, dude, ketamine, MDMA, LSD, psilocybin. It's actually a thing on, uh, I don't know if it's on ketamine, but there's a documentary on uh, um netflix right now it's like how to how to change mm-hmm. the mind or something yeah, it has lsd it has uh,
2: psilocybin I dmt i did one time that's all i needed and talk about dimensions if you want to see them physically yeah. you can you could take DMT. You, you. Yeah. you see those lines on the wall the second i exhaled it turned into like melting it just melted the whole yeah. wall just melted away are you right. supposed to close your eyes i was i see i was i was by myself i was in colorado mm-hmm. It was from somebody I met at a, a bluegrass festival, you know. Because I
0: had the DMT, I didn't get all the way there, you know. Because they were talking about you got to get all the way. Oh there. no,
2: I I once I exh I hit it out of a bong. I forgot that it wasn't weed; like it was It was, it was uh, DMT. So I like ripped it. I totally you're forgot at the moment. To, you're supposed to. Yeah, okay. I ripped it, and once I exhaled, literally, my eye, the walls melted. My hands turned into pink flowers. They had like breathing spores on them. I was freaking out. I was like, I thought I was, and it felt like I was dying. And I was by myself, and I like.
1: Is that the common effect? Because I wouldn't want to to experience it. Well, Well,
2: and then I like fought it a little bit. I realized that I'm fighting my existence. Like that's what DMT helped with in that moment. And then I calmed down. I laid down. I started doing the ohm, you know. Ohming. Yeah, just ohm over and over on my bed. And then that's when I started getting some visuals inside my brain.
0: How long it lasts?
2: It felt like forever but probably like 10 to 15 minutes yeah yeah. Right, right, right. then once it was gone it was like wait how long will that, 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 that happened so long my brain like caught back up with uh, normal time uh-huh. but that time that you were in <sighs> was like every micro atom vibrating your consciousness was molding with that plane
0: but there's like two different kinds of dmt there's like dmt and there's like the toad
2: yeah, no, it's I like, did like these little crystals. Yeah, that, you like, were, like, dust, like, DMT, There's
0: one the Toad M D M5AO something. It's like the
2: Toad. I heard about the Toad. That
0: one is like.
2: I thought that's from a frog. Isn't yeah, that from a frog? Well,
0: I think so, but
2: same like, family maybe. Yeah, yeah, but it's a little like different. ayahuasca is its own branch, I guess. Uh, well, ayahuasca DMP.
0: I think is uh, uh, is it more? Is like it's a not
1: cactus root, right? But what's the what's no? That's the,
2: peyote
0: peyote what yeah. is the, yeah. ayahuasca <laughs> is, is a tree a, frog thing you did <laughs> no, no ayahuasca is a root is a root what, root. what, what is the what yeah. is the tree frog that's kamba uh, kamba man, nah. yeah, um.
1: But that that actually has but, uh, a but medical the, purpose,
0: right? That's yeah. to clean your lymphatic yeah. system out. I guess that's what they say. not to get start to
1: get an enjoyable. No, eye, no, right? no, no, yeah, no, 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 not at all. You literally. Shake, but like the, shake. the
0: other one, the D, the other the, the other the toad supposedly says makes you feel like you go away. In other words, you're dying, but yeah. you're okay with it, and wow. then you see a white, a crazy white light. Everyone's, everyone says they see a crazy white light, and that kind of makes sense because when you die. Everyone's always saying, "I've seen this white light," mm. and that could be DMT. They say DMT is in us at all times. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: Yeah, dimethyltryptamine. That, that was crazy, yeah. man. I got a lot of signs. I I heard Katmandu do before I went. Um, I saw a little hand. I was like, "Come hither," you know. I saw an emerald crystal in my brain. that had like all the music of the universe and knowledge, and it was in everyone's brain i saw so many things fast you know
1: and, and you're able to retain that memory of it That's oh yeah it was profound mm-hmm. i only
2: needed it one time I, see like um, along my path when i lost my mind it was never induced from a psychedelic other than cannabis you know um i never did a mushroom i never did lsd i never did anything um i never went to a sweat ceremony i never went to a prayer ceremony nothing to like or at ayahuasca like not to bash anyone who has chose that path in the western world it's a very decorative path of spirituality i have chose the i was suffering you know mm. make sense of this there's, there's religions here you guys studied it i who are you people jesus you exist show me mm. all right like i'll go show me this knowledge like i really wanted to know and it led to just you know me awakening and then developing a practice and a devotion like meditating breathing consciously eating differently changing the way i behave the best i possibly can understanding like you're not perfect but you can strive for it whereas when i was a football player perfection was everything so to step away from that world was like like chains breaking you know and uh you know I just kind of attest a lot of this to the plant life, to be honest. If it really wasn't for cannabis, I'm a medical marijuana patient. Like, I couldn't tell you, like, the brain trauma and the CTE, all that stuff. It's real, you know? It's really real. And I know it because I feel it. Like, I could feel, you know, I go on, a, go parasailing and I have symptoms, like stupid stuff. Like, they say it's like concrete filling up like a pipe, like your what, neurons. What do you mean
1: you go parasailing and you have feelings? What do you mean?
2: I went parasailing and I threw up 500 feet in the air. Really? Just from, like, the movement.
1: Yeah? yeah. That, couldn't that just be motion sickness? No?
2: Nah, brain no. trauma. Really? Yeah, I can't go on roller coasters. Ever had
1: your brain mapped?
2: I've had, I don't know what mapped is. I've had CAT scans, and I had an MRI. That's and, where they test, like,
1: that. nerve conductivity, I guess. And My nervous.
2: brain's healthy. You know, I'm good. Yeah. I just know that from head trauma, just like you cut your skin, there's a scar. Sure. There's tau proteins. It just is what it is, but you can zap them. Through energy work, movement, running, yeah. thinking, moving thoughts of feelings, using them to drive thoughts. That's like that's what alchemy is. Roger's fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Going home to lay on the couch after this.
3: I'm
1: yeah, like you have laughing.
2: to zap the proteins, you know. Like I I believe when I leave the earth one day and they could take my brain, like I, my goal is to have no proteins in there. Just to say that what spoga X, what I do, is true. It works. Like it's a real functioning device that you can use every day Mm -hmm. for your own practice as an athlete and as a person whereas the western path is right you get drawn to a religion you get drawn to a ceremony you get drawn to which is great like there's nothing wrong with that i'm not like putting down any religions but to go study all religions embrace all religions i feel like is so like fulfilling for me having like fell face on my flat you know fell fall right on your face like done like i was i was same thing as you i got the semicolon right here you know i did three months outpatient like i was running up and down in the hallways of a mental health unit in in new hampshire doing push-ups in my room really (laughs) yeah i walked Um, down the garden parkway for four and a half hours really from exit 89 to exit 100 they called it a drug-induced psychosis episode but i had no drugs in my system it was from meditation and from this stuff that was happening within me that I didn't like putting know. putting
1: yourself in danger, like in the middle of the lane or on the side of the road or what? No, I
2: was on the side of the road. Then I ran across the four lanes.
1: Well, a guy just died today on Route 37. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wow. They, they got a call on him because he was in the eastbound lane. By the time they got oh, there. Oh, yeah. It
2: felt like death was close. By
1: the time they, they responded to it, was it. scary. He was in the westbound lane and he'd been killed at 530 yeah. this morning. I don't know what water. I was
2: thinking, dude. I was, I was, it was like when I did eventually do LSD, I realized, like, holy shit, this is what was happening to me. Right. Like, all these chemicals released in my brain naturally, and I was just a puppet <laughs> to what was exper- what I was experiencing. I, was, I thought I was Jesus Christ. I thought I was God. I thought everything was God. On no drugs? No you. drugs. Wow. Just from three months of meditation post-football career for the first time in my life since I was seven. Wow. 23 years old for three straight months i just started smoking pot meditating devoting myself to this new thing changing now, my diet
1: you said you were in a mental whatever you want to call it institution or oh, whatever yeah. place typically they medicate the fuck out of you oh they they, yeah.
2: they put so many pills into my system man i was like a zombie in that yeah, place that's... i didn't eat their food it was bad and then when i came home i didn't leave my bed for 40 days wow i couldn't move wow from depression like i was it was so manic the the experience those it was fifteen days long, I didn't sleep for fifteen days and I was hospitalized twice.
1: You remember everybody remembers the famous Tom Cruise interview, right, where he said, you know, that um, medication he w- kind of went up against Big Pharma. This is uh, it's got to be fifteen years ago. It's kind of a famous interview when people called him crazy and a lunatic. Now uh, some mm-hmm. studies recently came out that show that those those drugs to affect your serotonin levels. Don't actually affect your serotonin levels. You yeah, know they were
0: no, no, kinda... saying they don't think serotonin has to do with depression. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah.
1: But it, it, it was
2: serotonin it is would psilocybin, yeah. In molecular form, just in different forms, like down to the biology. If you were to put them under a microscope, psilocybin and serotonin are identical. Huh? Just like THC and anandamide in the but human those, body those are identical.
1: Medications he were talking about. He was talking about are serotonin so yeah. so oh, enhancers, correct mm, ssris yeah right mm-hmm.
0: so they they don't necessarily treat the but condition what it, yeah well they thought they thought it did because they thought it but apparently it doesn't right? right but what about doesn't dopamine the happy the happy uh hormone the I mean, motivating
2: home, reward folding your clothes doing your the it's dishes happy happy anything happy it's just a reward it's a reward molecule it's like when you do your dishes when you fold your clothes things that are just like naturally rewarding you know so they just put it in like a pill format they had me on a dopamine receptor pill Mm -hmm. and it, it was stabilizing my mood but my thoughts and my understanding of it it was doing nothing for and that's where my issue was what helped me was 40 days I didn't leave the bed I got down to like 170 pounds It really was was really scary shit. And then I got prescribed, uh, what's the blackout pill to make you go to sleep? Ambien? Ambien. I convinced the doctor, like, I need this to sleep. So now I had a whole pill, whole thing of Ambien. I was on that for a while. And I was dealing with mental health, depression, where I could have just taken the whole thing and swallowed it if I wasn't strong enough, you know. Every night I looked at it, I was like, and those thoughts were there. But in my mind, I realized the difference between reality and what my brain was saying. Yeah. And like what I'm in control of in my story, like what I can do to myself. Like this is not this is me. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if I gotta wipe my ass, I gotta wipe my ass. <laughs> if I gotta eat, I gotta eat. You know what I'm saying? If I gotta sleep, I gotta sleep. I can hurt myself. Through my experience you know, of I don't being know how to
1: medication and antidepressants and ambient through my experience, my personal experience, I came out of that thinking that medication is not the answer for me. That's not going fi- to it. didn't fix any of my problems. No. I don't even think it momentarily helped me, to be quite honest with you. No. And I had nights exactly what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, man. It's staring, scary shit. at that bottle saying, tested your will. My it's problems so- will all go away if I just suck that yeah, bottle doesn't down. doesn't help the hard ons? no, no I i'm not i'm <laughs> here depressed bro that's your last thing you're thinking about but then you're like oh, what you're if the blue you, pill I, you
2: think about <clears throat> like your story you think about what people are thinking of, like i couldn't I, I it wasn't me it right. wasn't me it was something else and i wasn't kidding. familiar with it and then when i went to outpatient for three months five days a week from 9 a.m to 4 p.m and i saw alcoholics and i saw heroin addicts and i saw cocaine i saw everything and i was just like oh, man my I'm not it's not that bad puts
1: things in mm-hmm. I smoke mm-hmm.
2: some pot and I meditate and walk down the highway. That almost happens every. I hated myself for a while for that, like yeah. as an athlete right you've you've lost a fight. I'm sure you probably like were you hate down on yourself about it. like yeah. I walked down the Grand State Parkway for four and a half hours, like, why the fuck did I do that like I was so like like, what the fuck was I thinking like I was so like pissed off at myself as it like a person, mm-hmm. and then when I'm around these people, I'm like, this guy you know he just overdosed last week and his kid's dead from overdose Mm. you know his wife's just trying to keep him alive this lady told me to stop bringing a glass bottle with my water because it's reminding her of alcohol this kid's bipolar cursing off this girl about her sex issue yo it was crazy Mm -hmm. dude honestly Mm -hmm. I loved it and it was all processing processing them providing a space for me to talk about my family like I would never talk about problems with my family to people you know I just bottled it now I'm going to therapy and it's like wait what i gotta talk about something mm-hmm. well i don't like when this happens i don't like when this happens i don't like when this happens okay next person you're like okay and then you go for three months five days a week and before you know it like all that energy that was locked up inside you if you try it will come out like you will have a better understanding but then the next levels the self care the self-love the meditation for me
1: when i was in that space it got me out of the house because i was in such routine. a routine i was yeah. in such a Dark hole, and I wouldn't leave my house. And it, you do outpatient. It, got, it just got me out. No, I I just did therapy, and I, okay. I joined a, a church group. It was called the Divorce Care, although that oh, wasn't nice. really where my yeah depression I was like... came from. But it was uh it was bigger than that. But but it it got me out, and it got me around people, and it got me talking, and it got. It just it was and you had kids at the time some correct yeah it was some yeah, sort so of
2: I didn't have no kids like outlet it was like, like my full time thing and like I nine got before. the
1: body moving and you got you a body in motion stays in motion right like I yeah. had to get the body moving and get and once I got moving and I move a little bit more the next day I move a little bit more and, and oh shit who said that I before mean, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 well you're talking about exercise but that is true moving uh, just moving i've been getting back in the ground baby had a good workout today oh, gotta
2: really? move and then the movement of the mind mm-hmm. you know like when i learned pranayama and i learned how our oxygen channels in our brain are connected to our nervous system and i practiced it for 13 straight days like hard like football. W- what are you calling it
0: pranayama, pranayama. type of breathing What? what is it uh, what,
2: uh, the one i was taught was single nostril and dual nostril and then i study an indian version of of breathing called kriya and that's a, a tongue a tongue and throat process 14 seconds up 14 seconds down so
1: what is wim hof is that only related to cold water breathing wim yeah, hof found he, his he has nothing
2: to
0: do with cold water breathing so no it's, it's, a, it's uh about, it's he just found his thing breathing though no? He found no, out. We, we, did, we did it, you remember? Did we do anything? Of course, I'm so asking what the difference is. What um, is the yeah, difference? but I'm saying, yeah. you know, we, we didn't do any breathing in the water, remember? Right.
1: Well, we, we did. did. We absolutely did do breathing in the water.
0: No, we just chilled. But but it wasn't like, wasn't,
1: it wasn't breathing. Controlled breathing. The
0: breathing, the controlled breathing was for when we did the, uh, like the meditation shit. Okay, That's well, they're, we both, they're both. I don't I, think I, they're I've connected. I've never connected. heard of, I've I never heard of connect- what you mentioned. I'm just saying, what is the difference?
2: Are they connected? this is the confusion in the west this is what i'm trying to help with with spoga yeah. with sports yoga because it's the western world is like i i i got starbucks i got Dunkin' donuts i got you know like but it's coffee but wim hof isn't you know from america is he it's all the same Iceland, Iceland, breathing in iceland breathing's all i'm saying breathing's all the same and like wim hof just created a platform where he's giving people understanding that through his suffering he found out sitting in cold water calms his nervous system, calms his, his, his pain, you know? And his breathing techniques are kind of like adrenaline-focused, you know? It's but, like... yeah. Whoosh, yeah. Whoosh, whereas the pranayama is like an ancient Sanskrit written... It's written in books from thousands of years ago. It's written all over the globe, but we just don't practice it anymore. Like, it's just a lost art. I know. I guess what I was saying was the actual... Technique technique. Of I can show it. you right now. I'm gonna show you single nostril panorama <clears throat> if you like you could practice it mm-hmm. And what it will do is exactly what it's
0: you to in one Out one, right?
2: Yeah, so you <laughs>
0: can't even go out that one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I could do that bro. well, well the kriya yoga
2: you could do which is which is the throw I'll show you the kriya kriya mm-hmm. is the kriya is the one kriya is what Jesus did, you know like I've been, I've been practicing kriya for like a little bit over five years and holy smokes it is it's no joke
0: 14 and 14 out that's
2: tough so essentially you have to face the east you have to face the sun like there's a whole thing to it you know but i i, I kind of do my own thing um and like with the throat you have to like <laughs> you, you have to kind of like maybe put like oil or something like you have to kind of like make it like you know it's got i guess it's got a have the ability for air to go up and down the trachea right Where he does it with lube <laughs> that's why i was laughing i was waiting for it
0: <laughs> i couldn't believe i beat him to that i was waiting for. Wow, wait so it was <laughs> so old it was such low-hanging fruit i didn't go after it i was waiting for it i kept waiting, so, waiting for
2: it you curl the tongue like that okay mm-hmm. and obviously you're in a meditation and when you do the inhale the sound is haw h-a-u so it's like And you're focusing on like the base of your spine and you're imagining a pipe, a hollow pipe. And when you start with that inhale, you're you're imagining it going all the way up. And when it gets to here, you're holding hesitantly and then you're going to, now the exhales, E. And now it's going behind the spine and down and it's and you go 14 seconds down and you just do that 14 times and then there's different postures one where you sit with one leg and you do that breathing technique for like three rounds and the other leg and then you do one where you like squeeze all your senses hold your breath for like 25 seconds when you inhale and all that cosmic energy like sits in your brain and then you do the controlled exhale after the twenty-five seconds. So,
0: so, so, well, just the the regular one. It's fourteen in, fourteen out. You, you pause in the middle.
2: A slight hesitation. Yeah.
0: Now, wait, tongue ah.
2: tongue, trying to bre- reach the back of your wait, throat. Wait, get a
1: picture. Hang <laughs> on, I'll read
2: We get practice, bro. I'll come by I'll teach you. Kriya yoga is an ancient science that is literally the cure to all things.
0: What's um, what's the breathing re- uh, high, 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 holotropic breathing? You hear (laughs) that? It's it's Wim Hof kind of, but for fucking two hours.
2: Yeah. Well, Well, the Kriya Yoga sequence and the Vedic breathing techniques and chakra locking and chakra opening techniques I studied with the yogi who locked himself in his house for 999 days and studied himself. And he created these sound techniques, these vibration techniques to lock and open your energy portals and I did those for 13 days and it's real like the energy in your body you just you don't feel nothing anymore you Locked feel like a lightning bolt
1: in his house for 900 yeah uh, isn't it a, a, an
3: Eight
1: incredible amount of energy come from the Sun that seems to be a long time away from the Sun
2: <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know exactly what his routine was but he went from being like a successful business guy and then he moved to Japan it was like a high suicide rate out there he wrote a poem and then when he moved back to Nepal he like lost all his money and opened up a retreat center and went full time he's Nepalese
1: though he's from yeah Rajesh Rajesh
2: Rajesh, beautiful family he's got two kids his wife um you know they taught me so much in 13 days there. those kids they're doing pranayama first thing in the morning you know it's just a different yeah sure of course they go to school 12 months a year the dad's riding them down a, a mountain every morning on a scooter four in the morning five in the morning you know then he's going down to the village i went on his little back in the village going to the grocery store like just re- like i needed to go to the doctor i had like a, a system a, a stye on my eye we went to a vedic a, a, Thar, a ayurvedic doctor down like i see we have the boardwalk they have stands like that where there's an ayurvedic doctor whose dad's dad 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 dad, dad was a doctor that's the only way they could become a doctor mm-hmm. and you and you walk okay. in they got all this medicine that's pl- made from plants
1: i'm just curious how do they cure you or how do they treat your uh sty?
2: they had a cream Had a cream mm-hmm. like a anti-fungal cream
1: a cream they made like a, from- with plants from the himalayas right. wow
2: yeah
0: i can make good cream
2: <laughs> <laughs> you buy it cash too that's what's <laughs> different out there you know i saw a lot out there people barefoot people with no tongues no eyes people oh, with no tongues. legs People no legs. You can't
0: talk but no tongue. Why? Yeah.
2: Um. As crazy as it's gonna sound, some families are so poor that like kind of like self mutilation is a form of like asking for money from tourists. As crazy as that may uh, sound,
1: they they would sacrifice. That's their
2: full time living. That's how they survive.
1: Their tongue. And their, their kids tongue or ear so then when people so come they beg for money and people
2: yeah bad. we're hungry we need money. you know how many beggars came up to me I, I was felt so sorry until i hung out at a cafe and i saw this one old woman changing outfits all day like going to the same corner wow, like wow. that's just what they do that's the only that's I mean, all you, they you know can, you
1: can you can muddy yourself up and look homeless and get you know, but to sacrifice your eyes or your tongue, that's next level. of. That's really come to it. That's fucking crazy. That's like mental illness shit. That's crazy. I'm to do that next time too. I like take my kids that's tagging. That's crazy. And kids. I'm sure kids aren't doing it to themselves.
0: must be the parents. parents. I do that next, like because their take parents the were those tagging? kids. You call it tagging. When they were kids. What is it? Right, tagging. Tagging? Right, when you had to go t- canning or tagging, I guess. We call it tag. I, I call know. it munchausen canning? syndrome over there. maybe like when you go to the fucking supermarket and you say, "Hey, can you donate to the Girl Scouts or donate <laughs> to my football team?" What do you call that? Oh, I don't know. Right, it's called something. Yeah, canning. I know what you're saying canning from or back t- in the day. Yeah, they
2: used to call it canning. So right,
0: you fuck, cut your kid's ear off. Probably get some fucking a little bit more. <laughs>
2: well it's all the only knowledge they have like it's a cast case system i think it's case, cast cast but i cast. mean there yeah.
1: so it has to be a big tourism i mean big obviously time. it is because people go over there to big time. Sort of hike and do especially yeah, that's where i so saw most of this they're capitalizing on the people that i'm sure locally they're like ah oh, get away from me you're you're we know what you did but when they capitalize on oh yeah
2: home, i saw you know, it man then, i was a part of it for a little bit and then you know, I kind of use it to my favor too in the stores and stuff. Like you can kind of like negotiate prices for things you want to buy. It's really? crazy. Yeah, I, I bought a a stone made Buddha sculpture. Guy wanted like 120 bucks. I was like, dude, I got 60 bucks. Got it for 70. You know, mm-hmm. and I walked out. I was like, right, I'm leaving. And he chased me down. He's like, oh, okay, buddy. Okay, okay, okay. It's like, all right, word. Here's 70 bucks. See you. You know. Like they'll they'll do that when I came back to America, I was trying to do that here. I was like trying to negotiate with people like what do you mean I can't negotiate? <laughs> I'm the one who got the money. What are you talking about?
1: You really you don't think In that, the city you can. don't think you can know yeah, like pretty much most places you can where it's not where it's not like corporate owned yeah, right, right. if it's not corporate True. owned because they're not allowed to do that if yeah. it's if it's any sort of family business or anything like that, I feel like there's always a room to negotiate,
2: yeah, no, you're right. I guess you're right. I just haven't exercised that, mm. you know, because it's just like, I don't know, America's just a little different. When I came back, I was like, man, people don't even say hello when you come out of a mm. bank, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whereas there people are barefoot, you know, women got, you know, uh, grow food on the back of their head in a basket, like.
1: Y- y- but t- yeah, I I agree, especially the area and they greet you. New York, they New Jersey people are very doing. friendly around here. But you lived in New Hampshire for a bit, yeah. bro. When I go Most home to Maine, people in the when world. When I go to
0: Maine, everybody waves to me. Everybody no, very waves. Very friendly. Very you friendly. Know? It's your only guy on the fucking road. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, the other person that just waved at me is on the road too. Oh shit. Yeah, I just think that we live in a. In a I like to be nice and wave. I, listen, I don't know why I love where I live now. I love New Jersey, but it's not a very friendly area. It's really not. People can be motherfucking. But around. then when
2: you leave, you miss it. Yeah, I do. I, I, I admit it. it. I admit it. For you five were... years in New Hampshire, I miss Jersey. Uh, I do too. Five months of Colorado, I was like, I miss the slumps. I, I miss. I miss the slumps. I just miss the grind. Like yeah. out here, people like got something to people prove. People are gritty here. They got chips on their shoulders, yeah, so yeah. it kind of pushes you. It does. Where gotta be competitive the vale valley, valley was a little pretentious for a kid like oh me. i'm sure i Vail couldn't do it yeah i couldn't go to the bar working and this guy you know
1: you guys are killing that yeah, mic man you know my
2: ears this guy he's got like a he comes from like a family of like they own gas companies or something right you know? and he right. goes behind the bar and grabs himself a beer right. and i work there right. like i couldn't do it no more yeah you know they're locals but like what the fuck yeah. and just go behind the bar and grab a beer like i'm trying to work mm-hmm. i'm like a nobody you know I'm but you're not from here.
1: catering that area caters mm-hmm. to a money crowd too so that's what different say, you different know? world
2: from yeah. here like come yep. complete I, I mean i was at a place called uh roadhouse i was worked at a steakhouse basically mm-hmm. wild game rocky mountain oysters you guys know rocky mountain oysters Zickle are nuts yeah. or something? bull testicles Bowl something blues. the liver king would probably like mm-hmm. um you know and dead animals hanging up and stuff it was like a real like gas station kind of spot and you know families from mexico city you know um old families from vale like my old college football opponent who's the, the northwest northwestern head coach right now chris klyman he was north he was north dakota state's defensive coordinator he was on vacation with his family and i served them and he was the defensive coordinator like a season or two before Like, it was real weird out there, you know? I was like, I got to go back to Jersey. Like, it's a clear sign, you know? Like, I got work to do, you know? Not just sit up in these mountains and meditate all the time. Mm. Like, it's great. I love it. It's blissful. But I want to share this. I want to give people the opportunity to realize that you could change. Like, I, I was a football player, athlete, always good kid, kind, you know? Definitely people thought I was conceited, but I was definitely just cocky. In a little bit because if you're a football player you gotta be a little cocky you know straight up you I gotta believe be, you gotta believe in yourself because you will be told over and over that you can't mm. you're not gonna score not the first play not the first not this team you know you're not fast enough you, you don't hit hard enough like i was the kid like when i showed up freshman football the freshman coach is like listen you can't score every time you touch the ball and i said watch me first first carry I took it 80 yards and he was like, all right, I'll shut, I'll shut up. Like, you got to be like that a little bit in football. Maybe in, in fighting, too. Like, you got to be a little bit of a prick. You got to, like, mm-hmm. believe in yourself a little bit. You can't, I think like, there's a
1: definite difference between confidence and cockiness, though, you know?
2: I guess I feel you're like, right. Feel What's like, the definition of cockiness? I feel like every, most girls
1: want to fuck the cocky guy, but guys want to fight him because they can't stand him. But everybody likes the confident guy. Everybody. I guess that's confident
2: cocky is gets interlaced, I guess, yeah. in some sense. I think there's a
1: big difference, though. I'd rather yeah. be confident than cocky. And there was
2: a day and a time where I'd rather be cocky. I guess it's more from the outside. I I I guess like I was viewed upon as cocky. I was confident inside, but I was defensive. Like if someone was trying to tell me I couldn't do something, yeah. I couldn't control that. But I think that's confidence. Some people would have called that cocky. Yeah. You know. Cocky is
1: you need everybody to know it and see it you no need, I, that wasn't my thing and when you're not on the field you still need
2: everybody no. to know it and see it i i wanted to play against the best yeah. even down to my last snap like i just wanted to play against the best to see if i could play against the best that's right. it i wanted to see if i could play against the best that's why all i wanted was a camp yeah if i was healthy enough to go to the nfl camp that would have done it i would have been like holy when shit. you have
1: to tell everybody you're the best you're cocky when everybody else just telling other people you're the best, you're probably confident.
2: Yeah, I mean your opponents, the coaches, like when I was told from coaches, like the head coach from Maine after my last season against them, like he looked at me. And honestly, like he voted me amongst all those coaches that off season that season for me to get elected onto third team all conference. I made second team both seasons before. I was preseason first team going into my last year in our conference. And Jack Cosgrove was like, guys, Sturdy's the best running back in the cia we all knew he was banged up this year we all know he still came out and balled out banged up he's got to be i only ran for 500 yards my senior year jack cosgrove because my head coach told me the main head coach is the one who said he needs to be on the all-conference so So that stop paying on me man yeah but that is why i that that's what pushed me like that's respect like i didn't need a trophy i didn't need those all conference rewards like i would i actually gave those my parents right at the banquet. Said throw these things the fuck out i was pissed off you know <laughs> but at the same token like again people will call you cocky if if you're walking around like kind of strutting your shit you know that
0: i think i think cocky and confidence I think you get it done you could back it up
2: that's confident
0: you don't back it up too much you're cocky you know what i mean you don't back it up
1: too much but you're telling everybody you're the baddest motherfucker yeah. you're the best motherfucker you know what I mean? yeah, yeah no question yeah yeah man maybe i think we're young it.
2: kids too you know you're just you're just figuring yourself out yeah, college yeah, is yeah, when yeah. i got yeah. grounded you know mm-hmm. that's when i was like holy shit i'm really doing this like mm-hmm. i'm a small kid from tom's river my fucking dad didn't graduate high school you know my dad worked in elizabeth for my whole life i didn't have a trainer i played in the neighborhood and i watched my brothers that's mm-hmm. it and I played against them and their friends as much as possible because right. I wanted to show them I could play with them. Because I was the third guy, I was two grades. But you know, my oldest brother, when he was a senior, his other brother was a junior. I was in eighth grade. No, I was in seventh grade. So when I was a freshman, they both were out of high school, mm. and I was I was competing with them, like sure. racing That'd, them at parties, uh, you know, it. wrestling them in pools. And they were fee- they were physical. They were big guys. They were strong. So then I went out there and played football, and it was like. I was ready, you okay. know. It's just, it's just, is what it is. I didn't, and I was, you know, you get some gifts along uh, the way. Todd
1: Frazier, not to keep bringing him back up, but he's a good example of that he had two older <laughs> brothers that are not one, one older, one younger, one, two, both older, two older, two older, that mm-hmm. obviously pushed him, and there was, there was a, there was a lot of uh, competitiveness in that family. He oh, was yeah. saying. He was saying even at Christmas time they couldn't even fucking play. What was it? Ping pong and the fucking. He said they got a ping pong table for Christmas and he smashed the whole corner of off playing with his brothers. You know they got it for Christmas and you know at some the, point though Christmas
2: Day he smashes it because they're so competitive. They, there's a there's a separation that happens at some point. Oh yeah, somebody's you always know, the standout. Todd just separated. They can't so, sit well with you know. Maybe there's some things that the other brothers do really good sure, at home. Whether yeah. they're at like you know uh, ping pong or mm-hmm. stupid shit but when it comes to opportunity and chance he capitalized you know like my every one of my siblings had somewhat of an opportunity and chance mm-hmm. my youngest sibling really didn't he had ulcerative colitis since he was in seventh grade we fought we it all the way had, to his freshman just year had college. robert
1: frank on who damn near died from ulcerative yeah. colitis but. he
2: had it from seventh grade to his freshman year of college he got his colon removed and he was playing prep school football in Massachusetts with no col. Like the wow. kid with the cost well, bag. Well, he had the colon removed after because he stepped away from football. He was honest with the coach. Wow, you know, and he was a four year varsity starter right. at high school East, two year wow. captain, valedictorian, and class president. Wow,
1: I definitely think that helps. He was
2: he was the best in my eyes.
1: Family, you know? motivation, and drive with other athletes in the house. But you know, you, then you got guys like Frankie that didn't have that, and obviously went to the pinnacle of his. Uh, you know, sport without, without oh, having that. I'm sure nobody,
0: he had. There was nobody in your house. Peers, at- well, I had, my co- oh, I had, you know, I had older cousin living in my neighborhood and I was kicked in with his friends and, mm-hmm. you know, know, I'm sure that pushed me a little bit. Kids in know, the neighborhood. He was a, he was a wrestler? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Kids in the neighborhood, school. Man. I had a lot of friends too, like, like, you know, who had older brothers and stuff like that. I was just fortunate. My two older brothers just happened to be really good in sports. Right. And they always pushed me, you know, they always wanted me to be better. Like. You know, I don't know how to explain it. I always wanted to outdo them. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how to explain. It. And my younger brother, I always wanted him to do out outdo me. Sure. You know, but yeah, there's like that competitiveness, no matter what. Now though, as we're adults, now there's kids. You know, now we're just kind of just chilling, like we just just in life. But back in those days, yeah, we definitely a lot of fights and wars in that house. Hundred percent. I believe it, man. It was a jungle. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent.
1: Yeah, man, I think uh, I think we can leave it there, brother. It was a it was a pleasure. Yeah, thanks an honor, for coming on, Nico, to have you on. Good times, brother. Always Yahweh appreciate in you the guys. house. You got thank to you, uh, you got to sign our board, pal. We have all the I'm guests sure. on it before sure. you leave.
2: So I got to give you the Yahweh the cosmos. Signature. Absolutely, man. hundred yeah. percent. respect. We got some new thank reading material
1: for our coffee table here today yeah. so absolutely. Appreciate you, bro. So, thank, thank you thank for coming you guys. in,
2: guys. Appreciate you guys. God bless.